Hello and welcome to another edition of Metal Plebs, where we can promise, nay guarantee, that most of us will probably have disconnected by the end of this podcast. It's entirely <laughs> possible. <laughs> I'm just going to do it now to prove it. Um, it's a quarantine cast, guys. I'm drinking. It's worth it. It's five in the morning, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to sleep. What is sleep? I don't remember what it was. <laughs> It's sort of what happens to me whenever I, I finish what I was doing the night before and then eventually wake up at about midday, roll out of bed and, you know, hope that I can do something slightly different with my day. I think day, day begins with me when I decide I'm actually going to put on trousers. and like... Mate, those days not, are so not exciting. Not your trackies, yeah. <laughs> I have made a massive effort of getting dressed every day I, <laughs> I have to get dressed every day at least into real clothes not pajamas or something of that extent and it has to be at least different underwear at the very least oh Mate, god yeah you know otherwise you i mean i spent about a week running around as arthur dent from uh, the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy well, <laughs> dressing gown with a towel on right. well it's even when i when i came to drop you off a mic to record with that you were just in your like you were in a dressing gown with your shirt with no shirt on he was the yes. dude he's literally and the it was dude like, from the big lebowski it was like half two in the afternoon or something to that extent hey to be fair thankfully dropping off that microphone was good for me to get out of bed <laughs> well i had to, uh, that was the yeah that was part of my problem was i had to go downstairs to go and meet you to collect the stuff but that then meant i had to get out of bed so it didn't mm. stop you drinking though did it jack even when they're driving. Oh, God, no. I was driving drunk. Absolutely. There's no one on the road. It's great. They just hear a black box with a bunch of tinkling of tiny, like, vodka bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I am a safer driver now than ever because no one else is on the road. I yeah. haven't crashed once. Well, everyone's drunk, so no one is. Mate, you, you can't hit what isn't there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> Oh, we will so, be keeping busy though, haven't we? Yes, well, musically we all have, I suppose. There's been a fucking shit ton of releases. Even if the bands you don't really care about, there's people dropping singles left, right and centre. I particularly oh, enjoyed Devin Townsend's Quarantine one now, and I realised the other day, I was, but I sent what I thought was Aftermath <clears throat> recording to the our Facebook page, but I actually just sent it to Jack, so I was, I'm not shocked that I got no response. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I had a great time with that. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Wait, which um, was this? His quarantine, um, the third like, gig things. All oh, right, I haven't seen that one. I've only seen the second one. Yeah, I was posting it on the thing, but the thing is, is these days I've got about five different fucking Facebook posts, so I ended up just oh, saying right. that to Jack, and then I just sent a picture of my penis to my dad. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. Um, does he do any more you tell him to se- You tell him to send that to me right now. <laughs> Sending dick pics <laughs> immediately. Yeah, um, right he does- on it, sir. He- the only other song I know he does is Aftermath. Oh, it's okay. on the New Black, I think. Uh, almost again he did. I don't know what it's on. on. The- yes, that on was the New Black. amazing. Yeah, that was an amazing rendition. That was the one song that I knew he could, regardless of hearing him do other strapping songs, I knew he'd be perfectly fine with. That one always kind of reminded me of um, Devin Townsend project stuff. Anyway, yeah, certainly. It's so it's so much so much more melodic um, than anything else in the strapping kind of canon. Really, yeah, yeah. It's probably what um, made me like the new Black more than any other album. Is just yeah, that makes mix, sense. Mix of the, the two. That was kind of his turning off point for strapping, wasn't it? Like um, um, going, yeah. I mean, it was diving headlong. 
diving headlong into um, like the Devi solo stuff. I mean, he was doing the Devi stuff, but yeah, that was his last record with it. It kind of reminds me of mm. when it um, basically their yeah, last Emperor album was literally written by Ishan uh, solo. So that's why yeah. you basically start to go, well, that's, this is basically the first official Ishan solo record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's very similar. Yeah. Um, I confess that's kind of like I haven't got that far into Emperor yet. Oh, by the way, hello, I'm Nick. Uh, that was that was just talking to <laughs> us, Alex and Jack. Would you like to say hello? <laughs> hello, I'm Jack. <laughs> Jack, this what is a quarantine list? podcast. Uh, this introduction is going fantastically. <laughs> <laughs> I got dressed for this, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> for no I reason, it's audio pants. only. <laughs> well, I don't wear pants. I'm just, that's why I'm only showing the top part of me. I mean, it was all part of our signed agreement. It's a it's a black dialy long sleeve and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been listening to? New Trivium album dropped. Yeah, uh, listening to good. that a lot. We've all been we've all wanked off about that enough as it is. Well, I, I mean, we, we like can give a little brief view of it. I would probably rank it as my probably my third favorite Trivium album. But then again, I'd I probably... still it's like a nine out of ten for me. So that's pretty you know pretty high praise. I'd yeah. Say. Um, for a band of, of very giant ups and downs, um, having two brilliant solid records back to back is uh, is uh, refreshing. You say that. Funny enough, I look back at their um, their back catalogue. It's not as got as many shit dips as we thought it did. Three. It's got three. Three, three where it counts. Three where they're ascending. No pun intended. And then it's like just when they're <laughs> breaking into new ground. Bye bye, back to the third stage, and then and then jumping back up to the second stage, and then you know varying between there. Yeah, you are right. I mean, they, it uh, I was say, they did make some baffling choices between records. Um, mm. Like this, to me, feels like I guess how getting in waves must have felt after Shogun. Yeah, I guess it was pretty You're good. Like, oh, this is really good. It's not as good as the last one, but it's really, really good. That's how I felt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had more time with um, a lot more time with um, uh, uh, Sin in the Sentence than I have with yeah. this record. So, uh, and then same with like In Waves and Shogun. So it's hard to say. Um, and not going into much detail about what we like, you know, how we thought the dynamics of the album worked because we're not reviewing it. But um, yeah, that's no, a solid record. Um, really good. Has one really terrible song in it though, but actually one really terrible chorus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know um, the one you mean. I I like it. See, I like that chorus. I like the actual out song. That's Is the it thing. the um the Define. the defi- I I really like that one. But that one goes like turbo in flames. Yeah, it's just yes. the power. It goes to like power metal it, it, don't, I don't mind that when they do it and they get it right. <laughs> I think you might as well I, say I, I don't mind if they do it. Every other band can get fucked. There's, there's, there's a lot of it where other bands do it that I don't like. No, you're quite right. <laughs> uh, See, my one was Catastrophist was the one I didn't dig the chorus. I felt that one was too. I didn't like it initially, mm, but whiny. then like, yeah. Um, I still, I still, still my favourite song on the album. <laughs> I still think it's I mean, really good. Through my 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 girlfriend's relentless playing of that that song when it came out, it has. 
drilled its way into I do still sing along, but I don't feel good about it. It's like one of those shame wanks. I don't like, think I don't, that, I don't think it. that is a particularly bad chorus in a sea of bad choruses. Uh, uh, Taglines. <laughs> like, really, it's not that bad. And we're going to cover a couple of, probably all three of these bands with some really bad lyrics. <laughs> Um, Maybe or silly. Let's put it this way: silly <laughs> like, lyrics. Almost certainly. That's a polite way. Depends. Well, some of it, I think, it depends on um, you know, how seriously you're taking it to begin with. Hey, don't mm. stop making fun of dying fish. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's all about intent. That's all I'm saying. They mean to beat you. <laughs> yes. Oh, <and> <laughs> um, right. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Then let's face it, uh, Alex. What are you? What have you been listening to? Um. What, recently? No, in the past 10 years. God. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, yes. Yeah, so, uh, the new Black Dahlia record. Yep. Solid. Um, it's good. Uh, I thought Nightbringers was better, to be honest. I can't believe how well it was received. Like, I thought it was going to be pretty well received, but the, I've been keeping track of their social media, and it's been reached. It's like the number four most bought album in America. It's that like, makes it, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've done wow. really well with it. But it does make me wonder if this is like... Um, uh, this is almost... What was the record that came out after Wrath? Oh, uh, Desolation? Oh, or Revolu- Re- Revelation? Resolution? Resolution. That was it, yeah. I think, yeah, Ghost it kind walking. of reminds... Got it. That, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, the album with Ghost Walking on. Kind of reminds me of that, where it's like, oh, they've kind of hit the pinnacle with the previous records. I think this one, and, and and this is like the payoff for it. I that think makes sense. The, uh, I actually think it, it, you. I would skip that album and do the other one because I actually think oh, resolution. Resolu- resolution is a much closer and better album to its predecessor than I think this one is. I think this one's some quite a dramatic drop off in quality, <clears throat> but not in proficiency or technicality. Just the yeah. songwriting structure is just not. It's just really mid tempo, and I don't think. I don't go to Black Dahlia for that. I know I know they're trying to do something different with it, but it doesn't really work. <clears throat> there are really specific like mid-tempo songs I go to them for. Yeah, like Warborn like I, and uh, I will return. Like I don't need it to be blasting and blazing the whole way through. But yeah, if you're trying to introduce these little nuances and um, digit- these different things you're trying to bring in brilliant but just kind of make it i don't know it's, it's almost like it they didn't integrate it as, as well this yeah. record as they did the previous one and that goes pretty well into what i've been listening to which is basically the new elder album on repeat which is called omens <laughs> oh yeah um, that's that that's one that i've been listening to as well that's blinding yeah. just fucking uh, i wanna... looked at it a little bit and i'll save my thoughts in case it comes up at some point <laughs> Yes, yeah, it pretty much will. <laughs> I feel like there's pretty yep. much the perfect time to bring it up. Um, ah, yes, okay. Might perfect. as well. Um, funnily enough, with the, the records we're talking about this week, a lot of death metal. Yeah, especially Jack Basically Mark. is what I've been listening to, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, actually... Oh, you, been... wait for next, you wait for next week, son. <laughs> this is well, I mean, actually... Month. Sorry, I was going to say, Trivium leads in quite well for... Some thoughts I have about the Sleeps record later on. Um, anyway, it, their drummer's let's... nowhere near as insane as Alex Bent is. Just to say <laughs> that man makes me physically <laughs> sick as to how talented he is. Yes. He's certainly one of the, I think, one of the best guys in 
that kind of part of the scene at the moment? Uh, Who, he, what? Yeah, oh, I, I mean, think with, Adler, with Adler, like, dissipating now, more yeah. so, he's, he's, the, he's your new Adler, I would say. Especially just in terms of how much, you know, symbol he uses in all his tracks in comparison to other drummers. He reminds me of the jump up in, like, performance with Dave McLean with Machine Head between, um, sort of from Through the Ashes going into the Blackening and then what he played on Locust. Yeah. Like, Locust isn't necessarily as good as any of the other stuff he did with Machine Head of, of that kind of but. era. But the step yeah. up in the, the technical aspects of his drumming as well as kind of how he tastefully did stuff. Like, yeah, I think yeah, it's absolutely. it's kind of that, that par. I yeah, would no. go as far as to say he's probably the... When I saw Devin Townsend around our circus, he had a bunch of session musicians with him and it, it was everything he needed to do what he needed to do on stage. Or And I feel like mm. Alex is the best session drummer that trivia it's like the last piece of the puzzle that trivium needed to finish what they needed to to get right mm. i don't yeah. think he's as talented because i don't think he's got as much this there's, there's certain things with like adler and lars where you can hear here you can hear it isolated and know it's them where it, like, no you know, no like, that bit it's an iconic we always go like, back to the symbol chokes yeah exactly the show on the on master puppets um yeah just to name one song, yeah. but yeah, I think he's a yeah. brilliant. He's he's what Trivium needs. I wouldn't say he's anywhere near like an Adler, um, as we found out with the, the latest drops of Lamb of God. Um, there's something yeah, quite but, missing uh, from I mean, it. I think I always find that an obnoxiously good drummer will normally make already good bands fantastic. Because well, yeah, just like but I, t- I think, but I don't. I, think, I don't think necessarily. Yeah, I, I think an amazing drummer will make any band, no matter how shit they are, normally a step above of what they are as a as a unit. I don't think so. I think I, it, I, I mean think look pe- at every bit every bit of pop punk. All of them have normally got very good drummers, and it makes them up to a band that is listenable normally by their talent. Fucking Blink One Eighty Two would be nowhere if it wasn't for Travis Barker. I yeah. disagree with that personally because I have listen you... to Blink One Eight. I just think I think the only thing I think that might I... fool the average punter on the, on the thing, but I don't think that's going to fool people that are actually listening to like you know critics think... and stuff like that. You if can you... Look, you can hear a great album, uh, you can hear a great like guitarist or a great drummer, but if the band's still shit, it's not going to change anything for the for the mm. most part. I disagree. Uh, I think if you listen to um, pre Phil Taylor Motorhead, like, so pre Filthy coming into the band. If you listen to the the recordings they did, uh, with I think Lucas Fox was the name of the old drummer. But you I listen, think... then you listen to like what they sound like with when Phil came in. It's like completely different animal. Yeah, but they were still they were they are they were still a good band. Like they still had a good vocalist and a good bassist. It's just it elevated them up to another level. They it didn't turn a shit band good. Like who's who's your favorite band that were, that all of them are terrible, but they have one good thing about them? Um, because I can't. It's a tough one. one. I'm gonna come. No wonder they're all not that great, but. Like they're not great writers, they're not great. Like you can't think of them because it's not they, like they all gonna have at least a couple of good things about them. I don't like Megadeth, but I like their guitar playing. I like Dave Mustaine's guitar playing. Yeah, but their bass player is also brilliant. Like Peace Cell. I think Dave Eppleston to... is a hack of a bass player. To be completely honest, 
Wow. Okay, oh. no, let's let's not have this oh. conversation here because we're trying to do something else. That is a different conversation I mean, for a different holy time. Holy shit! I wow. Mean, I was, hack was probably a, a strong word because I'm a, a bit base. riled up. P cells but, is iconic for his bass intro. P cells is fine. Oh my god! It's fine. Like oh my god. <clears throat> I'm gonna. Let's, we're not. Wow, having, I'm okay. not having the Metallica out. sucks off in the Black Album argument. This is just not out happening. of your <laughs> fucking mind, sir. Out and of it, your fucking mind. Yes, yeah, so Elder are really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Elder records banging. Um, to to go back to that. Um, um, yeah, um, I, I was about to say that the synth parts are the bits that I'm finding a little difficult, but I don't find it to be a deal breaker. But um, I quite like. I quite like it because it reminds me of when Floyd would bring in elements of that stuff. I think you'd still, I, you need to go back and listen to Law and then come back to me with this conversation because I don't dislike the album at all, but like that's where I'm <clears> going to just. I got told not to listen to that in case it comes no, up no, at some no, point. No, no, I, no, believe, no. I told so... you not to listen to Reflections of Floating World. Law is on the table. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Oh, fine. Oh, just... mate. Com- when you listen to Compendium <laughs> and you listen to Pink Floyd meets early Zeppelin meets like fucking like Ozzy Osbourne on the vocals, you're yeah. gonna yeah fucking hell. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's actually get into the fucking shit we're talking about today. So yeah. who's going up first? It's you, Alex, isn't it? It is. Yes. Okay. So Alex has come up to us with the uh, penultimate, not penultimate, the oh. from Bolt Thrower. Uh, those once loyal. It came out. Yeah. In 2005, didn't it? Uh, yes, their final salvo. Oh, I'm looking might... at their Wikipedia page and it says 2005. Um, Hang on, let me... Which is the, actually a uh, lot yeah. later. It's a lot later in their career than I thought they'd stopped. I thought they'd stopped around 2002 period. But no, that was... was uh, according, yeah. according, to my, according to my iTunes account, Honor, Valor and Pride was uh, 2002. Yeah. Which I think was the... Yeah, that was the penultimate. <laughs> yeah, that was the pen- yeah, that was the penultimate one. Um, so Bolter are kind of in. They started off in the sort of grindcore scene, but I wanted to talk to you about that because I, they're, they're sort of credited with the Godfathers of like the Napalm Death and Terrorizer and Extreme Noise That's and you know kind of only really on the in battle there is no law EP. Yeah, so that's like what I the second to talk to you about. the the second you get into um, like Realm of Chaos or Warmaster, mm. they're they're a death metal band. Yes, they're the pseudo groove death metal band, aren't they? They're, they're sort of the one of the grandfathers. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot in common between obviously this and um, Necroticism by Carcass. Yeah, yeah. Carcass was another one. You can hear that um, that groove element starting to enter into Carcass at that point on that record as well. Um, although Carcass obviously span off into a much more um, they into then, its own little area. Of, then helped him basically invent Mellow Death with the following record. So mm. yeah, um, as we've discussed on the podcast previously. Um, yes, um, yeah, the next one was hard work. Napalm Death went into a different, more avant-garde, although still keeping to its roots level of. Um, like trying to incorporate mm. things like swans and uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds into certain into its kind of grindcore elements, but uh, yeah. these yeah, these guys very uh, early swapped into a complete into a newer <coughs> area of um, their sound. It's kind of interesting actually. You look at all the grindcore, and except for Napalm Death, really they all shoot very quickly into different genres than grindcore. It's um, to to 
pinch a phrase that someone else uh, used on another podcast. Uh, all the best bands leave hardcore. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, they do. You know, all all the all the best grind bands eventually leave grind and um, kind of forge their own path. Usually after like the first record, though. <laughs> if we're talking about these bands, like you take, you give them one or two albums, and then <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Jeff and Bill have regularly just like described the first Carcass record as a musical abortion. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the actual the actual phrase is all the best musicians leave scum. Yes, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, actually, yeah, that's a very good point. You can trace a lot. No one from Boltra, though, but you can trace a lot of uh, extreme British musical lineage to that record. Both sides. Yeah, I didn't know fact. if you knew about this, Jack, but <laughs> the, the first half of Scum has diff- as a completely unique band to the second half of Scum by Napalm Death. What the fuck do you mean? As in, by the, time the, by the time the first half of the album was finished... The second half of the right. album is being recorded by completely separate members because the first half of the group left in separate orders. The the only one that's still there was Shane Emery. I uh, yeah, because I remember this is one of those weirdest moments of my. Well, I was watching um, Nevermind the Buzzcocks back in the day, and they had no. the original Napalm Death singer on there. Oh, and yeah, I was like uh, Lee Dorian. Yeah, yes, spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of he cathedral fame. Ca- cathedral. That's yeah. it now. Uh, and runs a bit of a record label as well. I don't know which one it's called. Um, but yeah, I just remember seeing that going like, that's not Barney. That's yeah, well, not ba- right. Barney joined a little bit later than... Mate, fucking... Um, it's Bill from Bolt... Uh, Bill from Boltra. Bill from uh, Carcass was the original guitar player. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. There's a bit of a, bit of a mix but, mash in there. Mate, the, it's the an first one, The, the first a... Napalm record is basically a supergroup. Yeah, it's down one. <laughs> but but they only play oh. the to- but they only play the toilet circuit. Ah, uh, got you, got you, got you. Um, on board. Yeah, yeah so, so yeah, so yeah. Um, sorry to to loop back round to Boltra. This record is um, about as far away from that as you can get. Really? Uh, um, yeah, I think I think you can add in, a couple in, of within Latin the day within stuff. the bounds of extreme metal. I think. Yeah, they certainly incorporated yeah. the bounce of um, not this necessarily like, from there's almost metal, like a there's almost like a Pantera groove power groove throughout yes. the entire record. Yeah. There's an incorporation yes, of what came after new metal, um, like, the... especially when you get to like the Kill Chain or um, Dead Armor. Like, yeah, just that slamming repetitive groove that they have going on throughout. Um, the the Boltra riff, as it's commonly termed, and you get two brilliant uses of said riff on one record, which pleased me greatly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, all right, all right, fine. They're the two that have always stood out to me the most as like the most notable uh, slamming versions of that riff. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, um, why it's, like, did it's you just... pick this one then? Because I'm going to be brunt. Brutally I think honest here, I think a lot you could pretty much pick up any of them, and they you could get what you wanted out of it. I think this is the best one. Yeah, that, is that from a personal that, standpoint, that, or that latter sound they went for? I, I think this is the well, this is the last one they ever recorded. They said if they could never come up with a record better than those once loyal, they wouldn't record another album. Right, and admit, admittedly, the the drummer. Who recorded it passed, so Boltra have decided never to record again. Uh, they've they've now actually formed a band called Memorium. 
Yeah. I mean, some, oh, some, yeah, some of the past them. members. I mean, they were uh, on Alex's top ten list the uh, last year. Last year. Oh, yes. This is, this is where they're ringing a bell from. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is, the, this is their epitaph, basically. This is the record they went out on. Right, so it's like a bittersweet kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think it's just one of the the finest works of their career, basically. Yeah. Okay. Like uh... it, it, it sounds like musically, like it sounds like everything that they were going for, like the the sound of just tanks rolling over cities and like thermonuclear weapons detonating and just millions upon millions of troops being like atomized as they walk slowly towards the blast radius it's just like post-apocalyptic brilliance <laughs> it's like the bit that Sabaton like does sing about it yeah, is like Warhammer. It's, yeah it, it's yeah it's it's warhammer but occasionally they drop in references to the real like to real stuff i mean and we all dip our toes in it i guess like vaguely i mean some of us are a little bit more interested in it than others i suppose but um <laughs> we've got, this is definitely an album from our world i first heard about this from somebody talking about it at a games workshop they were like oh, sure. you know, i think i did as well yeah do you know about this warhammer band and i was like oh this is gonna be fucking terrible and then they played like one of the tracks and it was far too i was still listening to gorillas at the time so i was just you like, were listening oh, to gorillas noise. and they played you world eater chaos. i was like i don't know what a world eater is that's not check this it's called plague bearer it's off the first one and it's twice as fast as the song called world eater <laughs> which makes which makes no which makes no that makes sense, no sense. Like, it should definitely be the other way around um this is actually their first, this is a, a, a departure from that though uh, i mean this one's got themes to actual first world war on it um even yep. going as far as the artwork so yeah yeah, yeah, taking... yeah. So the art the artwork is in fact a uh, a brass memorial to the first world war yes uh, st james park uh, guards memorial it's called yeah, oh, is that where it is? Oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's quite a beautiful cover as well, actually. For it's about the only cover I could possibly cool wear a shirt <laughs> off, but most people would probably think it's um, a bit of a remembrance thing. Maybe, yeah. You might get slapped for being some kind of nationalist, angry skinhead, especially with your haircut. Um, what, what, what haircut? <laughs> no one's been able to have a haircut <laughs> uh, and and, and moustache. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I have the pointed moustache of the National Socialist Party. Yes. yes. <laughs> we Mate, all know how to get my Yeah, it's just my favourite record by them as well. Um, it's kind uh, of, as, as I say, just the distillation of all the bits I liked from the other records. Yeah, that is a fucking cool cover, actually. Just looking at it, is it? Like in a bit of a higher res. So when I you really, like, co- I really co- like the one. Sorry, I was just on the artwork. I really like the one for victory. Which is the Marines yomping across the Falklands? I mean, I. Oh I think, yes. Yeah, that one's okay. I. I yomping. I think. <laughs> what I mean, the Marines the best... call it. <laughs> uh, I personally, for my money, Mercenaries <clears throat> is probably my favourite, just because it's like the le- it's the most toned down, sort of ridiculous one. I uh, know. Uh, um, for Valor, or... which is like a, a low res version of um, the Heroes cover. With that colour grading and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. I really like the one that looks like it literally should have been a Warhammer Imperial Guard codex cover at some point. It a, is. On a Valor Pride I think cover. That's, that's for Valor, yeah. I think. I thought that was for Valor on, a, and something. on a Valor and Pride. On a Valor Pride, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm getting. That's, that's the one I'm on about. Yeah, yeah it looks Jack, like it should have been a... Jack, they're, they're completely different. Come on, get it right. 
looks like you've, but sorry uh, yeah it looks like it could have been a guard cover or something so when Absolutely. you say it incorporates everything that they wanted to do um uh, taking us back through some of their discography what what specifically did you think that they've meshed perfectly into the in this record that from their stuff um some of the storytelling elements like uh, uh, some of the songs just don't have choruses they're just kind of movement like just slabs of groove metal groove death metal mm. um where he's just kind of reading a short story almost yeah that's true i can hear what you mean by that um there certainly is bits where i wouldn't say there's songs without choruses it's just they're not um particularly bridged in the same like verse chorus verse chorus way no, they're, they're almost songs. more sort of they're almost more phrases that they just repeat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um Kind of like war chanting, almost. Yeah, like Salvo, like the, the bit where they're sort of repeating "You cannot hide from the steel rain," <laughs> yes, which so is nice. just like one of the the, the greatest um, like things ever committed to tape. <laughs> Quite <laughs> frankly, it's glorious. Um, I love the no, fact glorious, that they. Yeah. I love the fact they closed out their career on a song called "When Cannons Fade" as well. I was going to mention that when I talked about <clears> that. in the, in the, in the way. same way that uh, Pantera finished up their career with our cast of shadow i do believe reinventing knowingly yeah. or not knowingly uh, i just think it's that's really cool when bands I think kind of manage that the, yeah yeah uh, i think this one's less of a coincidence and more of an actual um sort of finishing point uh, well they, they they sort of knew didn't they well they didn't know their drummer was gonna die but they sort of knew as alex Possibly. was saying they were like we were gonna we're gonna stop this <clears throat> Probably after this sort of thing, like uh, yeah, this, this, this project's gonna stop after this. Not to be that Most guy likely. as well. Not to be that guy, but I think that's the last song they played when I saw them at Damnation Festival as well. You're right. Fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had to bring it up at some point. Of course. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, it's one of like what two things that you can actually hold over me. Well, now since Bloodstock uh, cancelled, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad face. Although yeah, four days yeah, of bl- sad times, four potentially five days of music next year. Yes, let's hope they actually. <clears> it'll be. It'll be. I'm hoping it'll be four proper days at least. Well, I think you'll get Thursday four, being four, four day. proper days, and then when like Thursday night will become Wednesday. I suspect. I well, Thursday that. night will become. Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah, like, yeah, 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 so yeah. You, you know how it's normally only the Sophie stage on the Thursday. I think that will be with like four bands. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not there'll um, be bands of no, we'll we'll have to pray for. Well, but, um. importantly, funnily enough, sorry to bring it back to Baltra, uh, Memoriam are still on the bill for next year. Yeah, that's pretty. So, cool. you so know, are Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you don't? And don't I lost them. Hatebreed in a tent. This is bullshit. <laughs> Covid is taking everything from me. Look, you get Diet Baltra and the Black Dahlia murder. It'd be fine. At least we have Slam Dunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They've already lost Barry tomorrow from that uh, that new Fuck lineup off. as well. Oh. Yeah, they're they're on tour. They're supposed to be on tour in Spain or something like that. Mate, none um, of it's going to happen Barry tomorrow from that lineup. None of it's going to happen. September fourth, oh, might do. It might. No, do. it won't. I can hold. I can hold out hope. This year is cancelled. This this this. You're year right. Is this canceled. year is fucking cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> that was how um, we opened yeah. up this podcast, but. <laughs> This podcast. Is Hello, canceled. this podcast and year is cancelled. Goodbye. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, everybody listening. The, the, your favourite things are cancelled, but we're still here. 
<laughs> Hooray! <laughs> You'll have to listen to us now. You have to. <laughs> You'll have gone through every other shitty podcast. There'll be only us remaining. You'll find ours eventually. Uh, um, okay, well then, is there anything else you want to mention, Alex, before we jump into it? No, it's just I, I, I love the... I love the sound of the record as well. How did you how did you come about this album? Fun uh, or this band per se. Come on. Um, yeah. I heard about well, they were mentioned when I was a kid, I saw in a white dwarf, the the Warhammer monthly magazine. They got mentioned, but I never checked them out. Right, okay. It, it was it was uh, a mutual friend of ours that eventually put me onto them. Simon? Pickles, actually. Ah, okay. <clears throat> who has surprised, the... but not surprised. Who was selling it to you for crack? But <laughs> well, it, it turns out Kieran's actually seen them like four times as well, which is thoroughly depressing. Oh yeah. Uh... Kieran's our super fit friend with no problems whatsoever. By the way, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Uh, there's a human being. There's a human being walk around called Pickles. So let's just. That's the be all and end all of that statement. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like the drummer from Metalocalypse, um, yes. <clears throat> basically. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just I, I like the vocals on the album. I love the way it's recorded. It's like I hate when not to give any spoilers for anything later it's on. It's certainly but when, the best productive, when, pr- production <clears throat> album of what you brought in of that career of this sort of scene. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say so I would so. agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, yeah, I, I I don't like when stuff like this sounds too clean or too produced. Yeah, agreed. Like it's, it's, it, there needs yeah. to be some dirt under its fingernails for for me to kind of latch onto it properly. Oh yeah, it needs to sound like a band actually playing this because especially with this kind of amount of filthy chuggage, it, it kind of relies on, like you said, the dirt under the fingernails. Yeah, um, which is yeah, it it needs ex- exactly what you get from. Which is exactly the the the, the sound and the, the feel I like. It's why I like obituary and cannibal and stuff. It, it's um, like well, if you're going to sing like about the song, you might as well sing about like the actual mud flying off into the air. And might as well sound exactly. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> precisely. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I like everything about this record. Um, some of the stuff lyrically can be obviously they take it seriously. Like some of it's a bit tongue in cheek. You kind of need to. They don't take it seriously, do they? They don't the, take it like that seriously. Uh, no, not that seriously. Okay, uh, right. They take the music and everything else way more seriously. Well, this, um, that's fair. I, yeah, they're not parody acts for sure, but like you can't. No, take not even slightly. Seriously, certainly not on the the, the early releases. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah what, what did uh, what did you guys make oh. of it? Well, who do you want to ask us? Uh. Well, I feel like I know your answer because we listened to it previously. So I'm going to ask Jack. Mine? Um, with trepidation. What did I think of this? <laughs> with trepidation. I As per. stuck this on at home. I stuck this on at home like the day after or so you gave it to me. <laughs> and I did stick it on two hours ago as well. Of course. <laughs> You've got to have a revise, haven't you? Yeah. And I, 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 I played st- I stuck all it on the records at home. again. Yeah. And I, 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 didn't, I didn't like it. Then, there's a then. Ooh, exciting! I I got to I got to work, and I have to drive into central London 
on a semi-daily basis, basically. And that's a good mm. hour, which gives me loads of time to listen to podcasts and listen to these things as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got in my 3.5 ton van and I put this on and it <laughs> felt like the greatest thing of my life. You feel like a tank I had never commander, felt right? more powerful <laughs> than when I beat up small children. Like this, I... Oh, it it, it waved you. Yes, <laughs> it really does. Like he went, it fucking does it waves me. He went at first light into the granite wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to work anymore. Actually, now I got my license taken away after driving yeah. like that while listening to this. It's yeah, like I I don't I'm not hugely into the the vocals and stuff like that, but it's not about that for me. Mm. That's it my about, biggest. That's my biggest it, issue. It's the bounce, the groove is so in there. It's so bassy. It's absurdly bassy and it's filthy bassy. She's fucking amazing, isn't she? Like, there's moments where you can almost hear the bass, like, um, it almost takes over uh, because the bass is so. What was the one which really really got anti tank or dead armor? Oh, yeah, it sounds like there's like almost a weird flanger overdrive effect on the bass where it sounds like it's throbbing over the top of everything else. Yeah, while still being this muddy disgusting Just nonsense wall but I can still of, hear it yeah yeah it's that wall of noise that you want from this sort her of fucking band. her bass playing on this record is banging yeah it's it's obscene um now you see why i don't like dave effelson if i've got magical things like this to listen to and oh, fucking she's great. cut you <laughs> this is the beauty of doing this from my house you can't no she's really good i i don't know if um the the lady from up north, wherever Bolt Thrower come from, is potentially better than the bass player for Megadeth. Well, that's a, she that's does a hold a, opinion. She does hold a filthy groove, like spectacularly well. She though. does hold a filthy groove. I think the songs are Joe, well constructed. Joe, Joe Bench is her name. Joe, Joe, Joe Bench. Bench. There we go. Sorry, thank that's you, Nick. Um, I think it's probably the right length for this sort of record. I don't think it overstays like it, its welcome. That, that was my other... and I don't. I don't come out going, I needed more right away. I felt quite satisfied mm. by the end of my, what, 50-odd minutes? 43. Something like that. 43 minutes. Right? Say, I got I... quite satisfied and I got my fill of disgusting, semi-groove, semi-death metal noise See, like, thing I, for, I, for the day. And I, I was like, sweet. I can let When Cannons Fade kind of finish and it echoes out. Oh, yeah. And then the do 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 like will start again, and I'll be like, "I'll go on then, let it roll around again." And then you realise that it hasn't been playing, and this is just all in Alex's head the entire time. Like his 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 earphones have just he's disengaged from his iPod like four hours ago. Yeah, I've actually just been throwing in like obnoxious double kick sections for no reason. Yeah, and I, I went back and listened to... I thought I'd just like, let's, let's do the two ends of the spectrum. And I did yeah. listen to um, Realm of Chaos, mm. uh, just just the once through. And again, I, I thought there were... I could hear where they've grown. Of course, I'm talking one, two, three, four, like five albums ahead yeah. or so. Six, even. Seven. Fucking hell, I'm just counting. Eight. There you go. Eight albums difference. Production yeah. is obviously way, way better. Um, well, they're not, re- they're not recording just in a more shoebox. Of a song. So. Yeah, and there's just there's songs in there more so, and like you can you can hum along and sing along and enjoy yourself as much as still getting your actual fill. actual catchy riffs. It's why I yeah absolutely. To, it's why I wanted to talk about that in the beginning because of all the other bands they've they've been the one that's been the most iffy on being part of the grindcore scene. I I've, I've always thought mm. for that for that exact reason that they've always focused more on groove and sort of you know 
uh, as I mean, you're saying. Uh, but, yeah. Literally only yeah, that Yeah, I wouldn't first, say they were a grindcore band. Only that very, very first recording, I think. <clears throat> like, yeah. I don't think they keep the grind traits after in Battle There Is No Law. Oh, and if you thought the, the mm-hmm, other yes. artwork's hilarious, Jared, um, wait till Alex The artwork's sends... a fucking... But the wait, artworks are fucking brilliant. Wait till um, I like send you the DP like uh, artwork for the black oh, yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. What one? Oh my like, god! I'm so excited. It's like first ever codex of of like any Warhammer book ever. It's <laughs> like, it, oh, it, oh, I see. Mate, it's proper Rogue Trader artwork. Oh god! So bad, it's shocking, basically. shockingly. But but it's no worse than whatever else. Fantasy wise, it looks, it can say it looks exactly yeah. like everything else at the time. It looked like whoever oh, yeah, did the, the, f- artwork, the artwork for this is very cool as well. I really yeah. dig the artwork for this one. Um, <clears throat> everyone played really well. Yeah, so I'm just not big into the vocals. I'm not always big into your, your death metal closer growl esque thing anyway, like at least for a consistent 50 odd minutes. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I. I don't want to say I stomach it because that means I'm not enjoying it. It fits what it's doing, it's just not what I've come for. No, I get that. You get it's, you get your it, side it, of toast with your <clears throat> with your breakfast, but I didn't I didn't really care for the toast. I just wanted the I just wanted the sausages the, and the, the eggs and the bacon. Hmm. The toast is kind of what you use for dipping. <laughs> it's like it's yes, like, absolutely. But, but it wait. does it breaks up the songs nicely, and it does act as that point of here's your verse, here's your chorus, here's your kind of stuff. And there's some he's got some melodic bits which I can grumble along with. I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but I can grumble along <laughs> with it, which is quite nice. Normally, something fairly unpleasant. You guys can oh, still that doesn't get, surprise me. You guys can still get toast. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. I've been eating my hoards of toilet paper for weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you're sitting on at the moment. What, That's Mount what my house is made of. Mount Toiletmore. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's about my two cents worth. Enjoyed it. Don't stay. For, I wouldn't stay for the vocals, but I'll stay for everything else. Would you go yeah. back to it? Though? Uh, would I go back to it? I'm probably going to go a little bit further back in their career as well. And I think I would go... I'm going to... It's one of the things. I'm going to put it on my phone in my mm. downloads because I always listen offline anyway, as I think most of us do, because fuck using all that data. Yeah. Just to stream constantly. I only yeah. had to I'll do that. I've it my phone. Well, and I mean, I w- I, I've suddenly free... I've undownloaded most of the music on my phone recently. Ah, I see. Because I'm at home all the time. I'm just streaming I'm off the Wi-Fi. I'm for when I... For when I do need to drive, but it'll definitely go oh, yeah, onto I'll, my I'll... phone downloads, and I will when I'm going. What am I going to listen to today? I would not avert myself from listening to it again. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I figured it would be the groove that got you. Oh, it fucking slammed me. It's in, when those I, fucking. Again, I need to be in the right situation to get it at first, and then I can listen yeah. to it at home, like no problem. It's when he puts in. Better those... in the car though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, it's... <laughs> Especially if you're driving something big and heavy. It, it's when yeah, those. It was great. those... It's when those additional double kicks come in and it just sounds like a fucking howitzer going off next to you. Yeah, and it's not its not used all the time. It's used sparingly so. Yeah. More, more so than most other death metal bits or any sort of death tech or anything like that where it's just consistent for three and a half minutes, which takes away from the impact. Well, it, removes the, the, it removes the, the intensity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the right time, double bit of double pedal makes something go from you know frantic. five to ten immediately. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can make something far more frantic and nasty, or just um, just immediately change the feel of it. Yeah, which if it's easy. if it's yeah. constant and uh, robotic, then it kind of loses that. I find. As yeah, you say, it loses its potency. Yeah, exactly. 
they got a, they got a lot of tools under their belt over their eight album career and i think they seem to not through my experience slot them all together quite nicely in this one that yeah i think that was why i went for this one mostly that and the, the groove is pretty undeniable as it turns out you've uh, you've noticed <laughs> oh yeah it's it's rude nice nice uh nick um, I'm going to go a bit more with what I thought that Jack was going to talk about. But first, I'm going to say I do really like this record. Um, it is 100% a situational album for me, though. Um, I listened to this seriously uh, mm. two days ago, uh, one of many times, and I could get through to Kill Chain, and then I found my brain just wandering on anything else. Uh, I listened to this in oh, the wow. gym today and had a really good time with it. Um, so I, f- I find it feels like you can do infinite sit-ups listening to this at the gym. Yes, especially if you've got a giantly powerful system that can actually portray how they sound like live, yeah. because um, I think that the problem with this album is stems from uh, a complete lack of dynamics and one of the worst death metal vocalists. Um, I've always had a problem <coughs> with... Um, I think the biggest problem is Cole Willett from this band because really? it makes every other musician in this band have to try 10 times harder because he will just pl- he will just do the same growl throughout the whole album, which makes I... it actually impossible to, um, to pick out certain songs without thinking about the groove changing mid-pace into it. I think the actual band, Estella, I think he hmm. is... It's why you said, when you said, oh, both through a bands are doing a, a new band, and I went, oh, Wiccan, you went, oh, it's the, the, the vocalist. I went, ah. Oh. Because, yeah. really, he... I've listened... I think, uh, and, and to be fair, Jack, this is pretty much your first ever one you've listened to in full multiple times. I've listened to a lot yeah. of his band in full. I rarely hear a change in it, barring the occasional <clears throat> when they were still a grindcore-ish act. Um, I think they've okay. kind of released the same album over and over again with better production each time, uh, which has sort of saved them. Uh, I think that this album is still really kind of... Again, the dynamics makes it a constant monotone noise of enjoyment throughout, but it rarely gains any of my interest. Um, that being said, there are a lot of standout songs on it. Like, I really like the Kill Chain. It's undeniably good track. Um, I think Those Ones Loyal is great. Anti-Tank's got some fucking great, a great middle breakdowny, it's pseudo-y breakdowny, but not hardcore breakdown, but, you know, kind of the bit where it, the tempo changes and it goes into, mm. you know, it's got a cute... Oh, it, it, that, could, that could feel like a hate <laughs> breakdown easy. Like, I feel you. Yeah. And when Cannon's Fade and Salvo... Like, the thing is, I can remember great moments from the song, uh, but rarely does it come from the vocalist or the rest and the rest of the track. I can only remember the best bit of that song. Uh, the rest of it, I would have to listen to it now to tell you how it even started. Yeah. And I think a lot of it stems as well. Like it just, I listened. My my favorite bands for this this scene are bands like Carcass and Napalm Death because they do actually they do try different things that are. It, it's like if Pantera only ever released cowboys over and over again it's like uh, it just doesn't like the fact that they they went on like carcass went on to do things like heartwork which i thought was mm. more, which is why they've always been more of an interesting band to me uh you can say what you want about the production of those albums i know alex uh, jack has a thing or two about to say about them but um 
uh, their sweeping pre. Not not now. I, not right now. I don't. But we, <laughs> I will do at some point. <laughs> uh, we're starting forgiving you for fucking Dave Ellison anyway. But uh, well, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I haven't I, forgiven I him. Like, don't worry. I think I'm sounding very harsh on the album. I do enjoy uh, it. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I do enjoy the album. It's just I think of all of the uh, compared to all of their their legendary um, uh, proteges and counterparts. They have always comfortably sat in the bottom ring of the. If they are the, if this is the big four, they have always Ooh. been the anthrax to me. Um, I think the difference is though. I have listened to this live, and the only and bringing this up because I do genuinely think when I was listening to it, as as someone who wasn't really a fan, the yeah. thudding poundingness really is something that. I think that was why everyone always said you need to see them live because right. it makes me understand the record more because that actual f- fucking punch of the, the sound doesn't yeah. come across on the album in any... It's like seeing Motorhead live and then listening to them on the record. They're great on the record, but they, you, you understand how heavy those riffs can be live and, and what they can, how they can feel physically when you're in the room listening to them. I guess... Hmm. Um... It's, it's really hard for me to comment uh, on that, obviously, having never seen them live, but I've listened to them on fairly decent sound systems and get yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, like, I listen to this super loud on my on the system behind the screen here, like, working yeah. out, and I had a much better time than I have um, any other time I've stuck this on with headphones. with headphones, just walking the dogs or, you know, sitting in my room. All right, yeah, but you've got silly scrub headphones. I've got really, I've got fairly nice <clears> ones, actually. And also, I've got a nice speaker in my room that. Oh, I sorry, I was, I'm well. thinking of your little pod one. Oh, I, uh, no, I don't ever use yeah. those. I've got nice speakers too. <laughs> Before we start bickering. <laughs> well, there was no bickering. Sorry, sorry, no, no, that wasn't, a, that a, wasn't a slam on. Wasn't slam on Nick's headphones. It was more. Um, if you use headphones with some actual bass response, which pods won't give you. Um, yeah, then yeah I, no, I get it. I've had a far better time with this record on on headphone but I don't know. oh yeah i don't know i just my enjoyment of death metal as you can understand with who i picked comes a mm. lot more from um, dynamics whether or not those dynamics are something you enjoy is mm. is different but um i can see the primal appeal of this in the same way i get why people like bands like sun and people yeah. like stoner rock and shit like that it's just personally i always needed a little bit of change in my song like i like my favorite pantera songs and almost the one most of them ones that don't even start off with like a just a straight up fucking pounding and just kicking the whole way through like my ones are thick, yeah. like songs like hollow and things like that They're, they've always been the ones i've enjoyed the most out of um, yeah no, dude floods like one of my favorite pantera songs yeah it's the same way um, like i've always like carcass is probably carcass and napalm death always hmm. fight for the top for me it, you know yeah it's just uh it's just what you what you're into, I suppose. And in situ, I, I yeah, like I said, a situ- they're a situational band for me personally. I I, I don't enjoy this um, very much uh, on its own, and I think a lot of that really just comes from Kirk uh, personally. Carl, sorry, Carl, not Kirk. Okay. Um, can we pause for two seconds? I'm busting for a pee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to just one? You keep keep your recorders rolling. It's fine. I'll okay. just cut it. We'll clap again. That's we'll fine. clap again. Um, uh, might as well use this point to get to a whiz as well. Yeah, I'll also do it.
I'm back. Okay, I um, also. So just, what do you want to do? Three seconds of silence and then... Um, we... Wait till... Uh... We'll, a, we'll, we'll do a clap in a second. Alex, are you, did you pause pause or... No, I've just left it running. That's fine, we'll just do a, we'll just do a clap again. Um, I was going to say, if we wait till 54 minutes, then... Or till my ticker goes over to 54 minutes, and I'll... I'll clap, or count in, and then we can all clap. No, that's fine. Three, two. So yeah, um, I do like the bands. I do, and I do. I actually enjoy a lot. Of, uh, I think Mercenaries is personally my favourite. Um, I just think there's a little bit more dynamic on that one. Um, um, a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't ever call it experimentation with this band, but like, there's just a little. No, bit more I, I, yeah, there is only so much you can call something experimentation. I'm not. I'm not pretending they, you know, reinvent the wheel with this album or anything. Well, they kind of means, the... uh, not even yeah. with their own kind of sound, admittedly, but, you know. No, it's the motorhead thing. If you don't fuck with something you're good at, you know. Um, if it ain't broke, they... don't fix it. <clears throat> yeah. They might have, like, one sort of song generally, but, like, it's one hell of a song. I guess it's, you know. Yeah, it's like, um, like, I don't fuck with these types of bands. Like in terms of like, I'm not trying. I really don't want every band to reinvent the wheel. Like I love bands that can just be the I consistent. Can I can like we just like we didn't mention this, but I've just been listening to the, we've been listening to the Havoc album, and like I they don't yeah. reinvent the wheel at all. They don't even try, but they're just so fucking good at what they do, and I just no, enjoy they what just, they do. Yeah, they just play banging tech thrash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can ask of them. All right. So that was for those once loyal by Bolt Thrower. Um, generally, fairly. I'm I'm quite surprised that for once, I've bought in a fairly extreme record and I've got Jack doing claps and going yay. <laughs> and, and, uh, normally it's very and, and you giving me the uh, the discerning. I'm not sure about this because uh, it's normally very much the other way around. Oh, I'm very sure about normally. What I feel yeah, about it. I'm very certain that this is something I have felt ever since I've listened to Bolt Thrower, it's just that um, rarely have been able to talk on it in a very evenly playing field. Normally, yeah. one of us is inebriated and it just comes on and we enjoy ourselves, so it's, it's rare that we get a yeah. chance to, to speak in somewhat clarity about the actual band. No, yeah, that's, fair. that's fair enough, that's fair enough. Oh um, yeah, it's a driving band or a pissed band, like, that's yeah. the, the pinnacle of when you'll enjoy Bolt Thrower, I think. It's situational. Like, I always say this because this I, is how I, can... I view it. So they're gym, they're, for me, they're a gym bands. That that's the situation I enjoy them in. Uh, I've quite enjoyed taking my government mandated exercise walking time to them recently. Yeah, fair enough. It's, it's just mechanical like groove rhythm that just works for walking. Well, you know mm, me. Absolutely. I like Dillinger escape plan, so I just need fucking horrific noise throughout my ears to distract. So presumably, me from yeah, but your not your, suicide. <laughs> your, uh, your government walks must look like the Ministry of Silly Walks, then. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you're trying to fucking keep up with Dillinger, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, two two step to fucking uh, I'm, I'm, Lisa. I'm, I'm trying to keep up some kind of obnoxious pace <laughs> with Bolt Thrower. <laughs> yeah, even though it's been dry, even though it's been dry in England for a week straight, you're still leaving like mud trails. <laughs> it's giant yes. talking stomps. <laughs> um, exactly. All right, so I guess we should just go into uh, favorite album, worst album, but- uh, favorite song, worst song. Uh, um, guess, um, Jack, for you first. You went first, so. Um. 
I'd probably say Granite Wall for the worst song. I think because it doesn't stick out as much to me. Yeah. And Anti-Tank slash Dead Armor for my favorite because it's just pounding groove all the way through. And it's really got that full on, that full sound on that one, especially. They all do, but that one especially. Yeah, Anti-Tank is always the one of them that I do remember every single time. Because I always remember, I always go, oh yeah, what's, this one's got a fucking killer groove. And I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, Anti-Tank, yeah, I don't remember this one. Um, That's the one. I think my favorite... Yeah. My favourite's still going to be Kill Chain, personally, just because that's the one you can, like, Bio Jack, I can perfectly hear that crunching sound, the um, chips <laughs> that you're pulling out of the bag. You shouldn't. They're Sweeties. They're, they're, oh, okay. they're Haribos. <laughs> um, the packet. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I think probably the worst one, it goes back to me having this be a wall of noise. Um, I guess Entrenched, because it's the only one I kind of don't remember the most, that one. Um, um, it becomes a wall of noise until Kill Chain, and then like at first light, like, I get because it's the first one you hear, but... and it's got that fucking bang. I don't know if it's the Phrygian scale that they used for it, but it's like all Eastern sounding, and th- those harmonies that come in are wicked. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be Phrygian if you wanted to sound Egyptian-y Eastern, that sort of vibe. Yeah, it, it's a scale they use a lot uh, on their records. Oh yeah, loads. Um, also, um, is that the one I, that ends with the ridiculous cannon noises? I believe that would be when cannons fade. And, oh, okay. <laughs> There's a couple of like odd sound effects which I actually enjoy. That that kind of. Oh, mate, on um, on no guts, no glory. On um, I think mercenary, or it might be on a valor. Um, like it no, literally no guts, just no guts, no glory is on mercenary. It, it, it literally just starts off with the sound of a field gun going off and then kicks mm. into the bolt thrower riff. Yeah. Um, and, like, just, yeah, the chorus is him. It might be the one with the different vocalist, actually, but it's him bellowing No Guts, No Glory over the top of just that mechanical bolt thrower riff. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah they had a couple of different singers, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a cool. Like a start, because none of them sound exactly the same. But I always think it's like a cool little motif they bring back. Like there's just a style of riff that they sort of come up with a different version of for each album, and sometimes oh, yeah. multiple yeah, yeah, versions yeah. on each album. <laughs> um, yeah, I I probably have to say the same as Nick actually. Um, Kill Change, my favourite, and Entrenched because it's the two tracks either side of it are so good it just doesn't stick out. Yeah, yeah. Kill Change right. was well, uh, the first time. There are there are things in all the other songs that stick out a fucking mile away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the kill chain's the first time of those two one-two punches that actually slows it down even a little bit and prop like seriously focuses on just groove. Oh mate, when that that track. fucking riff kicks yeah. in, it's like unstoppable. Well, I mean, even the security guards couldn't handle it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> There's a video of them playing, the, like one of their rare videos of them playing this in full at some festival. I can't remember what it was. And it literally, like, as soon as the yeah. actual proper riff kicks in, you even see a security guard who's, like, facing away from them, just smiling and start just nodding his head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, <laughs> mate, like I said, it's the Pantera Power Groove. They just nail it on the kill chain. Um, yeah. It's just the first time I've ever seen an actual security guard like just fucking overcome with like fuck this. Yes. Like it's him. Yeah, that that's the one that I stick on at the gym when I need like a little extra 
was like, I have to get through this last thing. Like that goes on, then it just becomes yeah. Terminator style, relentless. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was that album then. Um, yeah. So, what song do you want to lead out with? Uh, yeah, um, uh, at first light or the kill chain. It's got to be the kill chain, really, hasn't it? It's, got to, like, it's kind of got to be. It's the... every, 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 yeah. It, if no one else hears anything from that record, that groove has to be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, Ma- what do you want to lead on with Pantera? Well, you've got to do Walk. I mean, we've all heard it a billion times, but you've got to hear it. <laughs> yeah, walk, walk yeah. is how you then walk is how you then get someone with strength beyond strength later. <laughs> <laughs> use my yes. third arm. <laughs> you trick them into liking fucking hostile, but only because they like the pre-chorus the chorus <laughs> for walk so much. <laughs> okay, so once again, that was Those Ones Loyal by Bolt Thrower. Kick it! comes from while she sleeps called you are we in seven thousand other languages um that i've one of them must be swahili i'm sure um <laughs> a dirty foreign language how dare they in fact um <laughs> um they're an english uh quote-unquote metalcore band from sheffield uh they formed in 2006 uh with the lead vocalist lawrence and they've kept up a pretty consistent uh lineup has there been any significant changes there jack uh, a guy called Jordan Widowson left, and he was one of he was um, the singer from way back when. Yeah, um, and that was it really. Uh, before they became basically anything of note, to be completely honest, before they even released like proper records and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, their um, first full length. They had a very unusual first album release, didn't they? Because um, I remember their first album being being free uh, with Metal Hammer, which goes to show how much Metal Hammer was batting for this band. Um, uh, the North, what the North stands for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one was really that was part of their press kit, and I think it worked really well in their favour. It certainly did because I I would never have listened to them if it wasn't for the fact that it came I mean. Not to, sorry, not to um, like I know Metal Hammer did bat for them a lot, but virtually anyone can get their album released with Metal Hammer if you you can pay enough. Um, yes, like, and I, no, I, I, I I've had random albums come with Metal Hammer from like some band in France. Uh, they were called Stake Number Eight or something. Yeah, I, no, I, I yeah, yeah. get that. I think but... I've seen them a couple of times. <clears throat> hey, I, I, sorry, I. I not to derail it too much already, but just yeah, just I think anyone could uh, could get their album released with a magazine if they had the uh, the moolah uh, to, to back uh, it. Yeah, but I don't think there was a band that they were properly pushing for more than than this. I remember there being a lot of press set out for this album, especially. Okay. Um, yeah. 
and um the this only is other the six th got even more this is a six like this band have been critical darlings for quite some time now i mean me and you alex listened to two well at that 1.1 podcast and both band, both people on it were oh yeah yeah, yeah uh, they were fervently in, and both of them were working for metal hammer at the time <coughs> that's um, true yeah they were both going garrity for this right for their uh, for their records for this band even the whole thing for this band yeah um, you know, so I, I don't think it was just a. Pe I'm sure maybe they probably maybe they, whoever labels they were on had to pay for them, but I I don't think it was a here's a free album like they usually do with the. Um, I mean, I'm pretty certain they had them on the front cover um, with the release uh, of this. If um, they did, I, yeah, I I'm quite sure that, they, I'm quite sure fair. they have. And if they haven't, they've been on subsequent uh, front covers. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, Maybe not. Oh, maybe that. Maybe I'm. I've seen pressings of a bunch of you know like three page articles yeah. about them, things like that. Let's just say that they yeah they have been um, they've been certainly in the public eye. Um, or oh yeah, sorry, the, no, the I, critical I, yeah, eye. Yeah, I, I didn't mean like that. I just meant. So yeah, you know what I meant. <laughs> I get. I yes. get what you mean. It is important to note. Yes, bands do pay for a lot. Of, like, labels pay for people to talk about them. Um, yeah. Which you know, let's face it, that's how that works. You know, yeah. you, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many brilliant bands that no one's ever fucking heard of. Um, yes, all the time. Yeah. Some of them are yeah. tattooed on my body and <laughs> so and so forth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this is band are um, they're in a weird little circle of bands. I would say none of them particularly sound like. It's kind of like what we were talking about with Bolt Thrower. They kind of came out with a bunch of different bands that sort of like have all broke like your architects. You kind mm -hmm. of got your bury tomorrow slightly. Um, yeah, I was about all... to say definitely bury tomorrow. Yeah, the... they're all. So it's almost the the Nawabum or the, the the American new wave of American heavy metal. I wouldn't even go that far because that was a scene. Like this is like a group of but like, like four none of those ba bands. So I, I that's I meant more um, like just none of them sounded the same. Yeah, yeah. like shadows fall. Like, shadows fall don't sound like Killswitch. Who don't sound like Lamb of God. Who don't sound like right, Trevium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's an argument to be made with Trivium and Bolt, but, you know, Bullet, <coughs> Bullet for My Valentine and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, mm. but this band follow a couple of. But, but the, the strange part about this band is I feel like they get more media push than they do love from their audience compared to, say, an Architects or a Bring Me the Horizon or, yeah. uh, you know, whatever else you wanted to put them with at the time. I thought Bring Me the Horizon have always come from, have come from a slightly more deathcore scene. Um, yeah, but uh, they're of the similar groups of bigger, possibly threatening mm. to be one day headliners of download bands. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but, but yeah. I guess if, always... if if uh, Sleeps would be like the trivium of that scene, where um, Architects would be like their their uh, Avenged Sevenfold, then or whatever. Yeah. That's a, pretty, uh, that's a pretty good comparison. Just in terms of the the jump between actually, the the two, I would say Avenge is more closer to Bring Me, but that that's who I would just sort of, just yeah. because of the side uh, and love. Um, my point being uh, is of these kind of scenes of bands, is this your favourite, Jack? But are they are they your favourite? Um, the metalcore esque of the, the mod late modern day metalcore, yeah, modern day metalcore. Um, bands. Ah, oh, it's it's a tough one. It's probably something that you. Mm, Funny very... enough, probably not. No, probably not actually. I because uh, what I'd say is those those choice bands you got in there, those three four choice bands. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're, you're while she sleeps, you're architects. Who I'm not particularly fond of architects. Um, mm, no. I uh, think who, was, who was the other one who was in my head a second ago? Barry Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Barry Tomorrow, that was the other one. Yeah. I, I'm big into <clears throat> a few of them, but I mm. think similar of what happened with New Metal, and my my people paint me as like a bit of a new metal kid, but I just really like the crux of the new metal, the proper polish. I love the polish of it, like your your corns, your Lincoln Parks, your Limp Biscuits. Wait, well, when tones. you mean, when you say polish, what do you mean by that? I think you mean, I mean like, like the cream the best, of the crop. The best. Oh, okay. Cream of the crop is where the better term. Like, yeah, I probably won't go off and listen to basically any old metalcore band. I will yeah. only really listen to the the best of the best in that. I, I I'm quite hard to to please in that way but i will listen to everything that those bands release still like i just get a real vibe for them like like i do with deftones regardless of i think some of their albums are trash i will still listen to everything they release multiple times on repeat yeah before i make a final decision just to make sure uh yeah um because it's like well i i should love this because i love their previous work and that sort of thing yeah i'm sort of like what's what's the word like brainwashing myself essentially with like Iro- ironic being one of the names of the albums isn't it <laughs> uh yes brainwashed is their third Second. album yes yeah, third. third no this is their third it was... no the north stands for nothing north stands for nothing this brainwashed this one then the fourth one no this is the six in the middle i thought that this yeah. is we we you are we is the third studio album by british metal Are you sure one of them wasn't an ep I guess people might count the North Stands for Nothing as like a longer EP. Then that might be why yeah. I count it as a record. Basically, uh, that's, that, that's probably where the it's got where the thing is. Well, it's it's from. got eight. Yeah, it says, it says it's an EP on on um. It says North Stands for Nothing is an EP on a uh, on the wiki. All right. So that's probably yeah. So this is their this is their third then third full record. You could definitely say. I, I would say it's their third record, but that I'm not tra- just yep, oh, fair enough. It, it's it you know who gives a shit, but you know um. Yeah. So okay. So what did you? How did you stumble upon them? Because I know how I did. I just mentioned it, but uh, it was back in the day when Kerrang used to actually show stuff that was relatively accessible um, and not just pop punk. I mean, they've, gotten, I, I think they've was, gotten better. They're not they've, oh, they've they've not um, been the best, but they've gotten better. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to I think it's Kerrang Radio Dark is the sub faction on their website. Yeah, mate, that's fucking brilliant. Honestly, it's really good. Yeah, it's when they found out they found out hardcore existed, like real hardcore, and they've actually become like somewhat more credible now. (laughs) Pretty much, I think I remember I was on there before before all this everything shut down while I was at work, and it was Pantera, it was Coheed and Cambria into Pantera, into System, into something else good that was a bit weird. I can't remember what it was now off the top of my head. So they've just found, but it made me very very happy. The late they found out the late nineties existed. pretty fucking much yeah. and that people from the late 90s released more things in the future and they were like we can play that thing i was like yes you fucking can please it's so brilliant um yeah so our courage our cancer came on and i was like this is pretty fit and i hadn't quite heard a singer at, the, at this because 2013 so i was how old was i in 2013 19 yeah no 18 19 at this point yeah and i hadn't quite personally heard a singer do what he did with his voice yeah lost lost um, taylor he's always been my favorite part of the band except for the guitar uh, the lead um scene yeah scene long oh sure yeah sean long and um aaron mckenzie i think are the two the, the pair the pair that come together all the time um but yeah I, was, I haven't quite heard someone do something with their voice like he did this it's before i had like a cancer bats introduction kind of thing you can kind of see a minor parallel there mm. 
and I was just, yeah, I was like, this is fucking sick. And they played Slam Dunk that year. And it was when I was at uni where the uni where I went to hosts Slam Dunk anyway. So I got ridiculously cheap tickets, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I went there and I watched them basically being one of the only bands I wanted to see that day. It was like them, Cross Faith and Bury Tomorrow, actually, were like the only three bands I really huh. wanted to see that day. Explains um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but for, it, yeah, but for a fucking ticket that was like 20 quid, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And a day out. Um, and they just ripped the absolute fucking shit out of that stage and that crowd and they did not they pe- the, the people in that crowd did not expect what was coming they had a, um... there was a few definite fans in there but like fucking hell and they and ever since that i was like yeah done sold you got me you got my money there's my ticket prices yeah i, I remember it, it's fine i remember seeing a couple of videos from them on their sort of first second first first ep album but um sort of um gigs and it was especially you look at the music videos and stuff and it definitely seems like they're coming with the um um fucking shirtless we're gonna baby godzilla slash heck you like we're just gonna jump in yeah. the ground and fuck the shit up sort of thing uh, that was the super. That was the vibe. And Lawrence always had a much uh, more um, Henry Rollins style vocal um, attack to the traditional metalcore sounds compared to those kind of cleaner cut contemporaries. Uh, or that is where Sean, uh, Sean Long kind of comes in with the backing up vocals to kind of clean up his um, sort of more, yes. ra- more Randy Blythe English version of Randy Blythe esque kind of vocals. Um, Absolutely, and that's what they really did on on this one, on this record. They really took it to like I don't I don't, I don't know what happened in their writing process, but I, I don't know. If can I tell you what I think said, they did? Can we sing a bit? I can actually do some pretty sweet harmonies. It's like I can do a bit of a harmony with that actually, and you get a bit of a meaty wall of a chorus now, and you're like, oh, actually. Do you think it sounds pretty is, good? Do you think this is them trying to build <clears throat> up to a stadium esque um, sound? If they were, if if any of their albums were going to be it, it'd be this one definitely. Mm. Um, they they did, although I think Brainwashed is very good and This Is the Six is very good. They did need more songs. Sing even just it say sing along makes it sound so campy, doesn't it? I mean, you know no, I there mean? is like, a lot of like there's a lot of lad chat. I mean, there's a lot of um, gang ch- vocals on this. There's a lot of um, like definite like trying to get hooks. There's, there's a lot of hooks in this um, that they don't so much um, use on Brainwashed. Uh, I mean, we only have to understand. We only have to see that Ollie Sykes is on this album. Um, yes. And uh, we've made, I've mentioned this before, but I mean, when I'll go into what I, I mean, well, when I was at All Points East and I saw them, and that the the audience was waiting for fucking Ollie Sykes. Like, not the whole audience, but there is a faction of that audience that was there purely to see Ollie Sykes. Um, and if we're talking about bands, <laughs> not so much using him to, to gain a bit of notoriety. This was also the album, This was that was the, the I believe it was the lead single, and it was also the song I heard the most on... Um, uh, believe it or not, was a uh, football channel. Uh, it was it was like little breaks, in, li- <laughs> really? literally thirty second break of this song. Uh, Silent speaks was being played at every pause moment in the game. Fucking awesome! What a great football match to be at. <laughs> I mean, I was watching it from the bar I worked at, but I was just there going, "Hang on a fucking minute! I know those fucking blokes." <laughs> <laughs> I know taking what's left of Ollie Sykes's vocals. Yeah, I yeah I do think they put 
they put more thought into this and they thought about their audience and potentially expanding their audience and thinking like, what are we doing next? How are we keeping ourselves fresh? And I think they did it really well, to be honest. And I think, so what, the album after this, I think they went too far the other way and they lost a bit of their, they lost a lot of their grit, I think, on So What, to be honest. And this one was um, produced, not produced, um, or funded entirely by themselves and crowdfunding and stuff like that. They left their label yep. um, after Brainwashed and they, they funded it all through fans and stuff like that. Which is so ironic because this a, is probably their biggest album, would you say? Uh, I definitely say it's their most popular by a by a long stretch. Mm. By a long stretch. I don't think So What did nearly as well as You're this, not the first person. Rightfully so. You're not the first person to, to when I went, okay, what album? And they picked this one. I've had uh, at least no, three different people say this album specifically. Yeah, and I do think it's it's got so, it's got a bit of something for everyone. You like a sing you like a sing song? Yeah, you like parts of this. You like something heavy? You like bits of this? You mix you like a bit of a mix? You can get a bit of this. I think there is something for everyone in here, even for like the old wheel not wheelchair but like wheelchair dad rockers out there who wouldn't who see us on the main stage and probably go, yeah, bit of that was all right. Uh, I think. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, because I feel like those people would only really like the traditional metal and this would turn them off regardless of... I mean, just the fact that they were like probably wearing like snapbacks probably turned them off immediately. <laughs> That's a fair point, yes. You, yeah, make a fair point there. Yeah, yeah I'll throw it out to you. I'll go to, I'll go to Alex first, um, just because I get I can gauge Nick a little bit on this. I oh, was doing that face. Well, no one can see this because it's audio. It's all in the you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we it's funny hear... you, you bring up the, the, the old man on the hill. Um, <laughs> what, you? Yeah, no. I'm preemptively defending. <laughs> it did sound like you were saying you. <laughs> uh, a, a little bit, though. I really, oh, di- yeah. I really didn't get on with this record. Um, Why? so boring it's so nice it's so nice it's so nice like it's so nice um, and they're so angry at the man whoever he is they're like, relatively angry they're, at the they're man. really really angry at the man and it's it's so polished like it's so polished. it's so like pristine they like are- Buffed so within an inch at, of its life. And whoever they're so angry. Is, whoever whoever is at the is, top. Whoever, the guy at the top. Desperately. Um, it's like Sir Jig, Digby Chicken Caesar in his eternal race to beat his nemesis. Vocally, um, <laughs> it is 13-year-old girl's first period band. The, like the lyric. <laughs> the fucking lyrics. Oof. Oh, my God. It's they're like, bad. Like people like think, of silence. People think the Rage Against the Machine are angry at the man. Like, but but they are angry at the like, man. Uh, they are. I they believe are, them, though. I, I, but yeah, exactly. Like, there's fuck it. There's some real passion and anger in um, Zach De La Rocca's voice, whilst he's being really angry at the man in big, like Doctor Evil quotation marks. I just don't. I mean, I there's no grit on this. Like no grit to like under the fingernails. Of this record, it's just so. 
I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, I, you said lots of nice things about my record, and I feel really bad. Hey, <laughs> I just didn't get on with this album. I'm afraid. Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to go back and edit what I said now. <laughs> I was say, isn't, hasn't, isn't this just a story of? The I punk? am a petty man and proud. <laughs> like, this is just I'm the sorry. story of the whole. This is the story of the whole podcast. I'm sorry, dude. You said some nice things. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just oh. I can't. I'm sorry, bud. I, I, I just can't with this one like i i would take so, is this like just solely based on the fact that no it just his, sounds the, the, the no, it just choices. sounds like every fucking metal metalcore band of the era oh, to me this sounds like I, the slop that Killswitch were churning out of their most mediocre but the british equivalent oh but they nice oh, but, I would, I but they politely disagree but I they put lots more the Killswitch they put more lots more nice more bits in it slop. instead yeah, they do. They branch out in this one. Like, it's, again, it's not just a metalcore metalcore. They want to make, I think, you know, they want to like, incorporate all, all, all the, the, the gang vocals and the, the, yeah. the hooks more but it's, it's all the, and making it more accessible. It's all the, the bits I don't like from that strand of metalcore, though, that I think they were using to appeal to more people. And it just doesn't... If it helps, I disagree with this, Jack. <laughs> Like if they've got okay, any, sweet. it does help a little bit. If they've got any like dirtier, nasty sounding, nastier sounding, less just polished to within an inch of its life records, then please point them my way so I can have you, give them have another you shake of the been, stick. Are you sure you didn't type in the word architects by any chance? <laughs> no, because I think I think the same of architects as well. Like I don't. British metalcore has never done it for me. Um, that's not true. I played you. I've, I've actually, I've secretly played you fucking Barry tomorrow, and you've enjoyed it. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't realise what I was listening to at that point. I'm just. I'm, <laughs> oh, you've been deceived. Like, no, British sorry, I'm, I'm music saying like the, the the British like metalcore. I've known what I was listening to whilst I was listening to it. I just haven't got on with it. Hmm. So you're saying me? I need to trick you into listening to it, and then you'll enjoy it. No, I. I it just. It doesn't. Doesn't sound yeah, nasty. That's what he, is really what you're saying. That's basically. <laughs> Doesn't sound fucking nasty enough, basically. Yeah, but I mean, it's not supposed to. No, I know. That's the thing. I, I, it's not that's, supposed I, to sound I, nasty. I, I know, but like the. Not everything has to be Slayer in a tumble dryer. No, but like. The, like. <laughs> dude, you can. Right, fine. I'll, I'll I'll go and get my copy of um, like the end of Heartache, and we'll compare all the nice bits on that to this. If I could reach through the screen and throttle you right now, like it's... <laughs> you mean that band with with that my curse song and nothing else? <laughs> oh, you take that, you take that back, you wrong. I'll take that back. Howard Jones is a good vocalist. Actually, there we go. I've just named it the band with one good thing on it. <laughs> oh no, no, Andy's no. great. No. And their drummer's fantastic. I really like their drummer. No, Howard Jones is brilliant. Fuck everything else. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, like, like Rose of Sharon is equally as lyrically cringy as... you could. If I compare one song to one song, is any of the song stuff on this? I, no, okay, maybe not, maybe not quite. Sorry, that was a bit of an overstatement. I'd say it's <coughs> equally as lyrically cringy as... But like the... the 70% of this. But the soppy bits on those sound really soppy. And then when, it, when it's time to sound... Billy Big Bollocks again. Kill Switch sound like Billy Big Bollocks again. This, this to me is just I mean, one pro, like just 
It's like the whole thing was constructed in Pro Tools. Which it, which it would have been. It, it would have been. Uh, that was a really stupid... Like, it, it's just so quantified. It would all be recorded in Pro Tools, yeah. Yeah, I, do you know what I mean? It's just so quantified and perfect. Um, and that never really connects with me in the same way. Like, I, mean, I, I don't know if I saw them live, if it would maybe be a different thing, because there's... No. Know, be, yeah. No. No? No. Okay. I'm telling you, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them twice. Right. If you and don't like, like them on album, they sound e- exactly like they sound like on album live. No, oh, right. They do sound very similar. They do sound very similar, yes. Uh, uh, to recognise to live. Then I have seen plenty I of think, that. I think I've seen reason- plenty of that at download, and I just sort of wander off politely and let everyone else enjoy the thing that they're enjoying so that I don't spoil their good time. Yeah, but you are walking backwards with your penis out while children are watching, so it's... <laughs> and flipping the whole crowd off, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but we all do that. It's a bit of a, a unified thing. It's quite nice. Can I, yeah. can I say... As we stagger back my... towards the campsite. <laughs> <laughs> towards, you mean you, you're staggering arse backwards towards whatever's playing on the third stage? Normally, normally away from In Flames on the main stage, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like a man you're... who likes In Flames. Like I feel like he's is... taking all of his criticism of In Flames out on this band. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really not. I'm sorry. Like, I just, he had I... to think about it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of modern. There's a lot of modern In Flames that I can see with, the, with regards to this record that I don't enjoy either. I disagree okay. with that. A whole I... lot. I'm sorry, you listen to the, the last record. There's lots that I remember sort of sounding in common-ish with it. I, um, yeah, if you decide a, fl- a flaccid penis is the same as an erect one, then then yeah. <laughs> sure, this, they look this, the same, but... Right, this, this record sounds like a flaccid penis to me. I'm sorry. Well, what does the Inflames one sound like, then? That one's... The Inflames one's got a penis. <laughs> oh, no, the... the, 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 the no, maybe not the most recent, but the one prior to that uh, in Flames album probably sounded like Syphilis had claimed it at that point. <laughs> <clears throat> like I, I would listen. No, to I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you a song to listen to during the break, and then we can come okay. back and see if you. Like, no, because we always do it. this, and then we never actually talk about it. We always forget. <laughs> yeah, but now More, we're on the computer. We can make ourselves do it. It's, it's true. We, we will actually do it this time. Um, okay. But yeah, like, it's, that's fine. Um, fine. Oh, sorry, bud. It's okay. I didn't make the album anyway. It's not my... I didn't, I'll, I didn't make it. I'll, 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 I'll go back to being quiet in the corner. I don't believe um, that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I've just dropped my slag off a thon and now I'll fuck off. No, 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 no. no. I, was just, I was saying that Jack... I tell, I tell you... I'll tell you Jack what. Jack made this album. I watched the video <laughs> for um, Silent Speaks... What, the mm. music video with or the live video? The music video. Okay. With Ollie Sykes. And then yeah. the next video that came on was The Sin and the Sentence. Uh, just to compare two metalcore bands. One of so, you you have a history with, the other one you yeah, don't. I know, no, I know, but one of them sounded like alive and exciting, and the other one sounded like not. If we're going to get into the, the, the nitty gritty, I just I wouldn't quite say that Trivium were a metalcore band. That's it. I wouldn't put these two on the same bill, on the same on a tour together, 
Like that's that sort of thing. I disagree with that. Oh, you put them on the same tour. You put them on a tour together. Oh, 100. I put sleeps on tour with them in the states. They do great guns. Yeah. Uh, in fact, oh, I'd, be so. sh- so. I'd be shocked if they weren't ever on the same bill of anything. I'd I'd, I'd stick Power Trip and Venom Prison and Code Orange on with them in the the UK, and I'd let the states let um, sleeps go over to the states and. I would actually. I would sound like all the metalcore bands there. I would actually even find it just pre this album. I would find it hard to decide which one I would put above the other. In terms, oh, really? of, in terms of popularity. I mean, I think Trivium was still. T- Ooh, that's a that is a tough one. Well, while, a tough she sleep, one. while she sleeps, have headlined um, Brixton Academy. Yeah, no, they have. They have twice and now. The time before, the time before that, I saw them. They were supporting Architects at Ali Pali, and it was fucking ram. Yeah, for them. and I bet the ba- I bet the like, audience went just as fucking mental for them as they did for Architect. Maybe, maybe a bit more for Architect, but I. You could tell there was about thirty percent of that crowd were there to watch Sleeps. If not, yeah. So Architects have been sort of touched them on high it seems in the uk so yeah i don't personally i don't i don't get them i don't get architects no i i i I don't either um and i I, yeah right i I guess my toe my toe is just dipped a little bit more firmly in this scene than yours is i think architects are a bit uh, i think architects is what alex is deciding this band are personally i think architects are just the most Pro tooled, if we're going to use that expression, bands um, where yeah, I, I think that Lawrence actually brings a lot of the um, uh, of a human quality to this band that would have been lost um, that that the architects don't have, which is why architects. I you can play me their most slamming riff, and I'll just be like, oh, this is the most. Yeah, this might have been great if it was put if it wasn't processed and you know perfected to the point where you've rounded every edge humanly impossible. So it sounds like a this is what Con- a machine. This is sound like what if I described to Skynet before it killed me what I wanted in a metal band. <laughs> they would just they would just he, it, that was what would come um, out and it would it would be lacking all humanity whatsoever. It's just quantized to uh, within an inch of its life. Um, Funnily enough, you think Meshuggah would be, or Fear Factory would be what Skynet would create sonically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a perfect analogy, it's just a drunken rambling one. (laughs) Uh, I got you, I got you. Um, Shall I guess what I think of it? Yes, Nicholas, please, please continue. Um, Well, I guess I've got to counterpoint what Alex is saying, um, only in the sense, again, that I think... Lawrence uh, again brings a bit more of a, um, a grittiness to it that certain other metalcore bands um, don't have, especially of this of this ilk. Um, I yeah. think he's the saving grace of this band a lot of the time. I will say that the um, his lead-ins to specific breakdown drops actually um, and the production on it actually do make it sound better than say if it was just organically played because it's actually gotten an almost it becomes almost like a score rather than like a um, traditionally played guitar bit like Trivium do. Trivium are very organically played, whereas this one's like, okay, this is the bit where, it built, where the <coughs> production has helped this build up to the point that when you've got songs like uh, Feel um, yeah. and um, uh, and uh, uh, Feel and uh, what's the other one? Hurricane. It just ex- actually 
genuinely explodes because I feel like they might have even put an explosion like sound in the background of it. Yeah. Um, they, and then you they got went th- for the biggest sound they could through production. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got songs like You Are We, which again, if the um, the biggest problem I have with the band is the backup vocalist, who I believe. Uh, but we'll get to him in a second. I think songs like You Are We are actually better because they're sung with this kind of guy who does have like a very, um, uh, I've just drunk, sm- drunk uh, beers and smoked cigarettes and now I'm going to drink from the ashtray and have both side vocals yeah. um, that are kind of like gutturally sounding. Whereas You Are We, I feel like if you were a modern metal band, you would have the chorus of that be played by, you would have the, the adjacent singer, the lead, built into a beautiful guy singing the lovely part of You Are We, but actually having the aggressive vocalist sing that bit actually makes it a bit more powerful rather than simply just having the yeah. the, the pretty backup vocalist do it, which is the problem I yeah. have with the bands like Buried Tomorrow, even though I like that bands, they do, they do on their original stuff, they do focus very heavily on, this is the heavy bit, this is the clean bit, this is the heavy bit, whereas this band actually try and, they try and fuck around with that sort of um, formula a little bit. Um, yeah, I will say that I do agree that the lyrics are absolutely the worst thing about this band. Uh, maybe not the worst <laughs> thing Alex thinks about this band, but for me, the worst thing about this band. Um, and they I don't didn't know help. Who... No, and I think <laughs> they didn't help. No, and I don't know who writes them, but I'm going to give uh, Sean Long a kicking for them because, as the backup vocalist, he's the one I can understand the most. Yes, who so is saying most when of them, he yeah. when he is soaring high with those fucking literally me writing poetry in in english literature um like whatever year probably now even um would would write about how much they the my my communist social economics teacher has told me about like the industry of any you know (laughs) that's what i would write about fucking off um and it really on repeat listens when you do actually hear the vocals and you do hear what he's saying is like especially when they start when they do occasionally incorporate them as the hook. Uh, I think yeah. the biggest problem with that is fucking Empire of Silence, which is what I would probably call their ballad in this one. Is that the one that yeah. go with the the thing to do, the thing to save, to take the wage, to do yeah, the monkey, yeah, yeah. to do yeah, yeah. the spider? So yeah, work that, is bad. Middle age, <laughs> you know, mild employment is bad. You know, you know that bit. That bit is right up there with "Here Come the Sirens, Here Come the War." <laughs> right, that is straight out of the Matt Tuck playbook. The only difference is it—it's not sung by Matt Tuck trying to sound like Benji from Skindred. So I didn't wet myself yeah. laughing when I heard it. Yeah, you just cringed. Like Matt Tuck is so unintentionally funny that like I can Period. overlook. <laughs> Full stop. Like I, I can just enjoy the awfulness of his lyrics um, like for what they are whereas with this it's so I think the dynamics it's, it's, alma- it's, it's actually, almost so, it... it's so overly sincere like for me mm. I agree on a lyrics o- over, right? over earnest sorry that's the over earnest that's what I meant yeah, I, again, I think Lawrence has a lot to hide there. I think the I think the crushing. I do genuinely think there are some fucking heavy, properly heavy moments on this record where it's just like like especially if you hear it, it sounds very production wise quite. But I think that actually helps the sound with it's a one two thing. Whereas without either, 
it would be a very wet sounding thing but you have his mm. very human vocals and then you have it with the power to blow slam and i've seen this live so I yeah. fe- i've felt the power of when it actually hits and it it's again it's kind of like the bolt thrower thing where it's like you got to see it live and it will fucking maybe not you but <laughs> people who would like this <laughs> album would see it live and it mm. it would actually incorporate perfectly into the moment it is very processed which is why i said do you think this is their stadium rock album? Because I genuinely believe this is the one where... Because Brainwashed was yeah. just either ballad or just fucking hit you over the head completely. Um, there was no kind of... Yeah, it's ballad or grit. This one's a... And br- this, is the, this is the mixture. Yeah, it's a perfect mixture of the two. It's not... It's not... There's nothing um, I would say gets really... Like, in, there's no song... Song-wise, song structure-wise, there's nothing that gets just straight sappy on it. Um, I will say this album's too long, though. Um, com- I would comfortably cut three tracks from this. Um, I, you could pick which ones. I, I, there's a couple I would. They released keep. seven singles. Oh, that's a bit much, isn't it? Well, yeah, like, this is their most popular album, so I think they probably would have done um, a couple of singles uh, from the, it. The, the One, Black two, Album had three, four, four, five. This has got five, according to Spotify. Mate, it's still Black too many. Al- the Black Album only had four singles. Yeah. And that's like the biggest selling record of its type ever. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, we've, also got this... to, we've, we've got to understand that the Black Album was not released in the streaming era. I I, I know, I'm just, you know, I'm just making that <laughs> I think we had a conversation about the the amount of singles bands should really be allowed to release the other day. I do we also think, about... to be fair, we were this talking is about, a we were talking about... album. I mean, we were talking about that with Trivium, weren't we? It feels like you've heard half yeah, the album yeah, yeah. before. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. I, the, the, the choruses are un, undeniably big. Like, the, the hooks are there. Like, they're massive pop yeah. hooks. Like, the way they're, they're written is very good. Um, yeah, they are very... I will say they are very sane. Like, if we were to go into proper, let's just really pick this part... It is a lot of... Um, you, you put it quite well when we were talking about the Max and the Hormone album, Jack, where it was like, okay, I can predict exactly where this is going to... This is the bit where it's going to break down and then it's going to soar back into the high bit and then... Yeah. yeah. It, like, there's a there's a big formula smashed into this, but I don't think it's a fault of them per se. As I feel like it's a fault of the metalcore scene as a whole. Uh, it, it just feels yeah, very that's safe, fair, that's fair. I guess, is... Oh, it's safe in the it's... sense that the metalcore's the biggest genre, um, and they're not fucking with the formula at all. Um, yeah, but then again, I mean, I think they've they fucked. It's kind of like it's odd because compared to Brainwash and this is the six, they've kind of fucked with their own formula and gone into the formula. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, their own yeah. formula was different before, yeah. and now they've gone into the the run of the mill formula. I don't think they have. I think they followed the same formula every band does that post post Iowa. They go, oh, this is a first album, this is our super heavy album, and then this is our listenable album. Yeah. But then no, again, I don't have a problem with that because I think Volume Three is my favorite album by um, not. Um, but <coughs> Volume Three, yeah. Volume Three's it, got the, the massive singles and stuff, but there's a lot of dark experimental stuff on that record as well. Yeah, it wasn't but so much a it's, it's Volume got a lot... Three. It, sorry, Alex. It wasn't so, so much of yeah. Volume Three. <laughs> let's talk about Volume Three and talk about how this band had done it. it I was just using that as a staple. No, no, no I, I, I know. I was, I was just saying. There's a lot of um, dark, weird, almost like the end of Iowa stuff on yeah, Volume yeah. Three, and there's nothing on this record yeah. for me that kind of fits. 
No, no, no. But that's why Volume Three was released by Slipknot. You know. Yeah. And it's like yeah, yeah, they yeah. would they've done things. They they they've gone even further into the route of different. Oh, it, it, it's got like right, uh, that record's got radio singles for days on it as well. Yeah, yeah, it does. And then it's also got something like the Nameless and Vermilion and the the the, the first track from it. Exactly. Um, yeah, which is just again, yeah, yeah they, and it's a lot of bands fall into this part formula because it, if it worked for Slipknot, it's going to work for us. Um, but, but it's the um, it, it's a logical it's, step though. You go, you go. Okay, we'll play the first album, and then what do they like from the first album? Well, they quite like the heavy bits, and then you play the heavy bits, and you go, well, I want to be bigger, so let's put in some songs that will be safe enough for mainstream appeal. Which yeah. is where you got songs yeah. like "You Are We," uh, sorry, and uh, well, "You Are We" in Silent Speaks. But then you still go, oh, well, we still want to have an identity, so we'll put in the shit that work already into that first follow with his light. But mm. you know, yeah. that's just that's how every band plays it these days. For, uh, uh, the, I mean, uh, bands of this giant ilk that are probably Brixton I think that's so why so bands keep plateauing, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we've sold yeah. this because the fourth album stung. Well, it didn't stink, but it was just more of the same. And oh, it's they've not, not got any. It's it's very. If you thought, <clears throat> Alex, if you thought that this was dull oh and god. overprocessed, yeah. oh, you wait till you. If you ever listen to So What, which you never will, but my god, <laughs> take a track on from that, you will have a worse time. Oh man, four walls. Right. Four you will walls. be you will be screaming for a silent speaks if you hear anything from So What. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm, I'm yeah, in it's, your uh, complete agreement. <laughs> It's yeah, it's not great. I also I just on a side note, just I'm gonna dig at the band I like anyway. They did that thing where they put all their letters in capitals on so what to be cool. Oh, it's like don't yeah. put all in capitals. Yeah. That's not how you write things. No, you, I know. Mm, I hate idiots. Any, Marilyn Manson did the same thing with his last record as well. Oh god. I don't know if it's, it's ev- such a nitpick. I don't even think which which is worse though, having every song caps locked or having some songs caps locked. Having the mishmash, you've, you've got song. have consistency. Like, be uh, consistent with your letters. Yeah. Like, because um, I think Manson. It's also I've, when they when they when they go from like giant to tiny tiny letters as well. It's like, oh, it's not cool. It's just I, hard I think, to read. I think, so I, mean, like, did, I think Manson did all three on the one album. <laughs> oh, see, so, that, it's a bit hard to like him. I like that. Like, album as well. See, I I quite like. Sure, it's a good album. Just don't want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted um, it, I'd have got the audio book. <laughs> that's the greatest insult. Or watch the movie. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Oh, okay. No, nah, all caps locks fine. Just you know, keep it no, consistent. What, what, whatever. It, it's you, the worst of the three. Whatever you're gonna do, just keep it consistent. Oh, sorry, basically. it's the least worst of the three. Yeah. Uh, I think that that wraps up. Yeah, wraps us yeah, up. yeah, it does, and it even has G. It it does. Okay, so it does. Um, it does numbered ones that don't follow. Um, it does oh. non n- non ones and then full caps locks, and then it has <laughs> ones with words and then numbers uh, to say things like oh, "kill for me," fuck. and then the and then one of them is Jesus, but the the S is a dollar signs. <laughs> oh. <sighs> It was like when Corn did that on their last album. They put, I think it was for Hated, it was H, then the at symbol. Yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly. It was yeah. like, oh, I really want to speak highly of this album, but your grammar's making it hard. It's, um, yeah, no, just people that do that need a slap. Like, they, do. Just, they do. But while she sleeps on this right. album, don't do that. So that's pretty They awesome. do not. They write everything as they should do. With well, well I will say, that, that's, a, a, that's a big positive for me then. 
<laughs> so, so resounding success there, Jack. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy this band. Um, I don't have any kind of affinity for them. Like, if, if someone were to sit systematically break down why it sucks, I'd probably agree with it. But um, I do enjoy listening to it. I mean, I've seen them twice. Um, I, yeah. would, I would see them a third time. I will say, again, too long. I, I say I would I would love I've seen them twice I've seen them once in a 30 minute set and I've seen them once do an hour and 20 I vastly enjoyed them on the 30 minute set <coughs> okay yeah, yeah, um, yeah I think they're a band that, again it's actually weirdly similar to Bolt Thrower where it was like yeah you know you give me a fucking great 30 minutes I'm gonna have a great time if you just give it to an hour and 20 I'm gonna grab a beer uh, at some point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know? I've got you yeah Alright, cool. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair. That's fair. Okay, so that's, uh, what is it? Uh, you Are We by um, While She Sleeps. Uh, I don't know why, I always yeah. have trouble remembering this one, even though it's my favourite of the three. <laughs> like, just the name is, <laughs> the name is just so, like, meh. That it's like, it, is a, it, it doesn't is, no, stick it is out. It's not like it's a bad name, it's just like, it doesn't stick out at all. Um, <laughs> it's just because You Are We isn't a really good good sentence no I think that, that's again grammatically it's not fantastic it's a uh, and it does know. it does lend credence to alex's it's a fucking writing. plop way of saying we are the same yeah yeah i agree like, i do yeah <clears throat> to to it's uh, like best song worst songs um i don't know there's so much like wet blanket sounding singing settle down Shall society I one whilst alex tries to remember some um, I think yeah, still the, is my still the sun I liked that that started with a pretty aggressive Lamb of Goddy riff that I thought was alright I think if you're it, thinking uh, of feel because that's the one I picked that I have the same thing that'd be the one I'd go for then just because yeah. I liked the, the intro riff and then that's yeah, the one that starts off really like slow it starts off like a real tremolo almost picking and then it has the vocals do and then the drums slowly kicking in and it smashes in yeah yeah, that okay. one. Yep. I'll go with that one. That was that was the better of sort of the first half, and then the second half is so there's so much wet blanket chorusing. I do agree that I do think the second half is more way more wet blanket. Um, I completely disagree with that. I really got 100 really? percent disagree. I think the first half has got more wet blanket shit, or the middle bit. I think the last bit's got a lot more heaviness to it than the rest of the album. Like Hurricane um, and Civil Society, uh, Civil uh, Isolation. Um, they have, and Civil Re Isolation does. Uh, Revolt's definitely. got a bit of it. Settle Down Society's terrible, but like uh, that would be my got... work. So I was gonna say I that. I... Settle Down Society would be like my. That would be my my bottom pick for the record. Um, that was yeah, painful. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hugely dig that one. No. I think that's where the lyrics. That's where the lyrics peak for me. When I'm like, okay, I can't do this. It, it's that. just. Would you, it's would you say they, they 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 peak tuck? <laughs> They're not quite as bad as Matt Tuck. I'm going to say this for anyone listening who was who would and we're going. Oh, I'm not going to listen to them because he's got a bullet for my Valentine reference. They are not as bad as Bullet in terms of lyrical content. They're not at all. Fuck they're, me, no. They they they're not at all. But they're still GCSE as fuck. That, oh um, god, yes. To be that song does make M Shadows sound like fucking tall, <laughs> like lateralis. So, so you've got uh, Ronsky's had feel and settled down society for best worst. Yeah, I'm in 100% agreement. 
Um, I really like Hurricane. I really did like Silent Speak the first time I heard it. I really, I generally enjoy You Are We, weirdly enough, because I always think it's the weakest song when I hear it. And I'm like, yeah, actually, no, I really like the build up to that. But I will. I have- really like You Are We because I imagine like the the moment of if you're performing or whatever, just walking out and kick in with that. Yeah, that it's a line, slur- it's a slur- it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's but, got a nice, it's got a nice punch to the face to kick you off with that record, I think. Uh, it's a, it's a weird one because it's a mellow track that gets heavier, but it gets heavier in the chorus, which is odd for a band like this. Um, just yes, I mean, obviously it has the, the be- it has the beautiful like bit underneath it, but that's when Lawrence is kind of properly screaming his vocals out. Um, yeah, but feel has just got like fucking like it just fucking hits you like six times. Um, that song yeah. like it literally breaks. It breaks down like two, three times, but those each one hits just as hard. I think. Um, yeah, I'd probably say feel and settle down society. I'd feel for best with you are we is a very close second for me. Yeah, um, um, I probably I have hurricane like as my close second. That's just me. I just really like. Yeah, it'll uh, take a You know, <laughs> and we'll probably go for. Oh, we can. We can. So, uh, so, yeah, we'll do field to play it out. Okay, so we're doing field to kick out uh, to finish it. Kick it. on the agenda we have Dying Fetus the American slam metal death metal band from Maryland um, sure so they've been a staple in the tech metal scene for the probably since 1991 I think it's their first record or EP um, I couldn't tell you very much been um, very much uh, inspired <coughs> by bands like Suffocation and Atheist and uh, Misery Index. Um, I think they've always been revered by the metal co- uh, the metal core, uh, by the metal community. <laughs> no, by not the metal us. Community. Well, they played <laughs> on the same stage as some of the uh, those bands, maybe once, but you know. As a- that was that was that was due to an internet joke, unfortunately <laughs> <dare> for them. <laughs> they've always deserved to be playing that stage. Um, <laughs> it so, was really nice. It was very nice when Behemoth were like a band of similar heaviness that actually got to do it, but for real this time. Yeah, because Dying Fears <laughs> broke the way for them. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> That's how I've always thought about it in my head. <laughs> yeah, so the tech metal. Uh, I think they've been a trio for the longest time. I can't. They've been a quintet for a li- they on at least one or two of their records. Um, they had a second vocalist, uh, but they decided to three inches of blood that guy and decided to do it themselves, um, which I found to be much more. You know, I mean. 
let's face it, if you can't differentiate between the two vocalists on this record, you wouldn't have been deficient. You wouldn't have been able to tell that there was a third guy. Differentiate. Yes, thank you. No. Yep. Um, not not even slightly. Yeah, so I <laughs> oh. became aware of this band because everybody always goes, what's the most disgusting sounding name you can find on it? And uh, Dying Fetus tends to be the one that wins. Um, yep. At least in the beginning. Until Infant Annihilator. I knew you were going to say that because that's what I was exactly about to say next. <laughs> or Anal Cunt, for that matter. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, a fucking genius. <clears throat> well, just name. Uh, but they. Oh, yeah. Nobel Prize. <laughs> they've always been an interesting one to me because they've always been in there, that same bracket with Cannibal Corpse where um, you hear the name and you go, ooh, that's interesting. And then you don't listen to them for the longest time because you're still listening to fucking. You still think Metallica's the heaviest shit around. And then you sort of break through to them. And I will say, they're probably my first ever tech metal, uh, tech death metal band I've ever heard. Um, um, and it probably, I've listened to a couple of tracks before this record, but I would say this is the first record I ever actually listened to. And I would say it's probably their most um, commercially <clears throat> successful album. And I don't know how much of that. I would definitely agree. I don't know how much of that comes down to. Because there was quite a jump from this record, actually. And there was a lot of the metal community that was praising this album. But I genuinely don't know how much of this comes down to the fact that they were, for a minute, um, at least in the, in, in the sane world of non death metal um, jargon, they were the butt of the joke because of the hashtag. Because yeah, there's yeah. a lot more people now that know this band than I feel like they would have known beforehand. Uh, it probably didn't do them any harm, uh, being the butt of the the download joke. Yeah. Sorry, can you hear that? Because Alex is completely frozen on my part. I, he is frozen on mine as well, but I worked it out. Sorry, um, he said got, it probably you... helped them being the butt of the jokes. I can't hear Alex. Like I can't. Sorry. Literally, I just hear like little bits, and then he cuts out. Sorry, you guys just did the same thing to me. So. Okay, I can hear you a little bit now. Alex? Yes, no, yep, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, there is, uh, right, I'll just count back in. Three, two, one. Two, one. Uh, yeah, so, uh, they've always been an interesting band to me. Um, I kind of always preferred the tech metal scene as a whole to the straight up death metal scene. Um, whilst I grew to enjoy death metal from that scene specifically, I've always found that um, whenever I wanted to reach for something filthy, bands like this are the, always the ones that come up because um, just their sheer pomposity with how they flaunt their um, spastic um, um, tech uh, ability to the point where even there's a tech mm. festival that plays, and they're mostly a gent, it's a gent festival for the most part, but they've had bands like Dying Feeds Headline because they can't deny, you have a band, you have an hour, a festival that's called Tech Fest, you've got to have someone as fucking brilliant as these three musicians. Um, and say what you want about the music, they are dizzying. I mean, we always go on about how Matt Heafy's a fucking guitar hero, but like, I felt like these, like, I don't think Matt Heafy's capable of, I've never heard him try and even try and cover bands like these, um, just in the way of their uh, ability to, on a technical front. But um, the difference between these and, say, like any old sort of, like, you know, maybe not suffocation, but bands of this ilk is that I've always been drawn to is, especially in this <coughs> album, they decided to incorporate a lot more groove in the mix, but the dynamic is still there. So there's still the weirdness of the um, almost 
10, 15 second guitar solo, like the but then it will come adjacent with a decent riff that um, either gets built on or gets uh, wholly forgotten with because the album is um, too busy just getting as fucking quickly to the brutality of it, which uh, I always love for the honesty of this band. They're, they're in and out in 30 minutes. Uh, I, I think this album is a whole 37 minutes. Um, but that does come with the 50 second track called Dead Horse Love. Um, that's a bonus track on it. But like this whole album goes by in like 20 minutes for me. Like I, uh, and I'm, I'm not wholly there with it. Like I wouldn't say this is the greatest of the tech metal scene. Um, not even by a long shot, but um, as a uh, an entertaining atmosphere, it's a lot like what I enjoyed about um, when we did the EPs and we were talking about um, Mike Patton and Dillinger Escape Plan's EP, where mm. it's just the uh, yeah. brilliant um, delve into the insanity of tech death metal, but um, it, it goes in and out quickly enough that it always, at least in my opinion, keeps my interest. Um, and it's always something I reach for when I just want to listen to some just just utter silliness. Like we can, we'll talk about the vocals, I'm sure, but the fucking vocals are fucking ridiculous on this album. <laughs> but they fit so perfectly with the band. Like I don't want to, I don't want to know what he's actually singing. Like I, I want to treat his him and the guitarist and, and the other, I think the bassist vocals as just another sort of a silly noise that goes along with this um, band. Um, and I'm pretty certain, other than. Um, subject to a beating they don't have any other political tracks <laughs> um, yeah you know what i just i can accept every criticism you say about this band because i at the end of the day they're they're called dying fetus <laughs> so and their top their top track is um kill your mother fuck your dog <laughs> um alex what do you think of this band <laughs> sound words sound words of yes, advice yes. there um it's all right. Yeah. Um, if I want techie, I tend to go for uh, suffocation, as you said. Um, like, uh, I, I, I always feel on... like suffocation lacks the slam <clears throat> part of the groove bits. I, I get what you mean with like the other visions forgotten and stuff like that, but they never had. They don't really no. ever groove as much as. <clears throat> I guess not. Um, I. I... This album seems to move like jump between riffs so fast. You kind of, I never feel like I get into a groove with it. Yeah, I get you. Um, I don't know, man. Like I put on um, those once loyal after listening to this, and kind of immediately went, "Oh, it sounds like a band." Um, um I think so, like, like, some signature sounds, so, but, some, yeah. some, uh, some of it sounds. Uh, um. Jack, did you ever use that Guitar Pro program or like that Songster website where you can play out everything on MIDI? Yes, I know. Uh, so you've got, like, got a similar thing. Yeah, it, it, a lot of it sounds like that to me, where it sounds like someone's typed it all or, out on um, a MIDI, tabbed it all out on a MIDI keyboard. What's the other one? Uh, Sibelius. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. that, where it sounds like a MIDI, a MIDI distorted guitar, where someone's kind of typed out what the parts are going to be. But never actually got around to play. Yeah. Never actually got around to playing them. They just kind of left it as that on the record. Is this kind of like a drum machine where they just yeah. get esque thing? A like. drum machine esque thing, but the guitars sound like it. Um, 
which bizarrely enough has always been a criticism I've had of Avenged Sevenfold. Like it just sounds too um, too digit too digital basically. <laughs> um, and I, uh, the, vocally, a lot of it sounds uh, very Chris Barnes uh, to me, which I. I you know, a lot of people don't like George because they're fucking weirdos and will say that Chris's vocals on the early records were the best and I've never got on with that style. No, of... that's not true. Uh, they're, they're, they're out there. They're, they're nutters. They're like the people that reckon that Dio Sabbath is better than Aussie Sabbath. Um, but you say that all the time. <laughs> no, not better than the first six. Like yes, These people are yes. lunatics. Throw him under Throw the bus. Under the bus. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, like I, I just don't um, the yeah that sort of Barn style. Um, so they sound they sound more like Bruce Dickinson than your love of Bruce, uh, Blaze Bailey does, is what you're saying. No, um, <laughs> I, 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 it's fine. It's but by like by the time in, in the trenches ends, I'm kind of ready for this record to be over. To be fair, you've only got like two, three more tracks after that, anyway. So. Yeah, but even getting to that feels like uh, you you reckon this goes past really quick. Um, oh my god, Devout Audacity has got one of the best intros I think I've ever heard on a fucking tech death song ever. Like, I, I, and again, I'm not like slapping the playing or anything because it's mental. No, it's not the playing; it's writing. What thing, they're I doing is it it just kind of goes on. Um, you know what was we were talking about? I, the I, I, thing, I, I, just... I, liked, I liked this record more the more I listened to it. Um, yeah, so you definitely don't won't listen to it. It's not like Vault Throw where you can listen to it the first time and get it. Mm. Like, this this band, if you listen to this band the first... I listened to this the first time, I was like, this fucking noise. I think Subject to a Beating was the only track I understood from the record. Well, that was, again, that was In the Trenches for me. Um, yeah, In the Trenches is another one. And From Whim to Waste, if we're talking like about the three tracks that are probably... From Whim to Waste, time. like... Um, just immediately reminded me of a track off um, Spiritual Healing which is the one Fuck about the, the baby bed. let it die <laughs> yeah yeah it's like if Chuck had put that um, that track about the, the cocaine babies mm. I can't remember the name off of Spiritual Healing um, therefore your criticism invalid Jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, yeah, as I, I didn't mind it it just didn't um doesn't do what I want from death metal, if that makes sense, or doesn't I do it think... in a way doesn't doesn't do it in a way that I necessarily get on with it. I can't listen to this album in unless I'm in certain moods. So in many ways, it's the same criticism I have with um, Bolt Thrower. Bolt Thrower. Um, but the the only difference is, is I think this is more dynamically interesting in Bolt Thrower. But you can you could possibly say it goes the opposite way, where it goes too is too over the top. But that's how my brain functions sometimes, where it's like, that's uh-huh. what I need. Like, I need the just... like It's like cow decapitation, where I just need the fucking... But then, like, some of it just doesn't sound brutal to me. No, that's fair, but it doesn't <clears throat> sound... It's not the brutality um, that I go towards. It's the, um, it's the, it's the, the constant split-second decision change of it that'll... Um... I, I know, I, I, I get that, but it's like when... Um... When the when the kick drum just rolls off and it sounds like someone's holding the the drum note on a secondary school keyboard in the lesson and it just kind of goes like for then you you hold the button for too long yeah it kind of feels like like I was like oh that's that should sound like 
dominating and all-encompassing like the the kick drum fill in Angel of Death or something, but it just doesn't have that. that oh no, I get you. I get you. Um, a lot of people have a problem with Dying Fears of the production and the um, the way that the guitar, the way that everything's recorded. So well, like, obviously, um, drum song, drum samples, and like triggering and stuff's moved on a lot since this record yeah. would have been done. Um, um, I will say though that I do believe this album is actually. I mean, I've never seen them live, but I will say that they this album can be played with, on, you know, organically live, um, yeah. at least on the guitar um, and rhythm guitar speak or bass uh, guitar speaking. Mm. Like it's it's I, all I, it's all done live. It's not it's not. I, 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 no, no. I, I, oh no, I, I don't mean like I don't believe that they couldn't play them live uh, yeah. at all. Um, I, I'm just saying, just sonically, that's kind of yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah. I get you. It sounds like it was played in through a keyboard, and they went, "Yeah, cool, right." Now stick the distort- the, the distorted guitar tone mm-hmm. on it. I get you. I have that way with a lot of their albums. I just think that this one's the first one where they actually decided, "Let's put some songs into this," as opposed to "Let's just do this the whole album." I do think no. that there's some dynamical change. Uh, that's not a word. There are some changes to this record where they will actually have a couple of standout tracks that you could <clears> differentiate <throat> between "Goggle Goggle" and "Goggle" the sequel. Uh, the gar- the, gar- the gargling, um, <laughs> gargle to electric uh, cookie monster, <laughs> electric gargaloo. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's bad. Like, I, I don't think it's like that turgid last morbid angel album. No, I think or, the, only problem, the real criticism this band have is not a criticism that that's fair for them, but they did start a scene of just. You want to talk about metalcore being stale? Slam, slamcore, or slam oh, yeah. death metal has been stale since the first person tried to rip this band off. Yeah, like I don't ev- mind Ingested, and I don't like, mind a couple of other bands like Aborted, but like fuck or me, like crypt- is- or like Cryptopsy, or yeah, you know, like, everyone tries to sound like them. You're like cool, but they did it, so you don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you can let this go and just kind of let them have their thing. Like you've literally changed nothing. <clears throat> I've seen, probably done I've it worse. Se- I've seen loads of bands on the Sophie stage at Bloodstock or the New Blood stage. Any band do, these days that's that, 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 that do this to a yeah, that do this to a far lesser kind of extent. I mean, even technically speaking, they can't replicate it. No, no, yeah. no. no the, the playing, the, the the guitarists are silly. Quite frankly, um, <laughs> as is the the bass player. Um, yeah. Like I say, who's Dave, just who just like you know is Dave Ellison. <clears throat> so continue, Jack. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, sure he is. Yeah. Um, I, I, is this, is this, no, I mean, uh, Alex, is that everything you have to say about the band? Yeah, I, I guess it's just yeah, not my not my brand of death metal, basically. Yeah, fair enough, Jack. <clears throat> um. I like it. Hmm? Uh, it's cool. Um, wow, we are fucking think... really turning the tables on this fucking <laughs> podcast, aren't we? <laughs> um, Both had a yeah, score with I Jack. Like it. I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's cool, man. Um, it's it's not for everybody. I, I, I do... It's like it's a hard. No, it's not. Off. I do. I'd say there are about four tracks on this that stand out. Um, yeah, I agree. And I think the rest do blend into one. When you say about like dynamic change i would 
They have two modes. The mode is blast beat, so da 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 da, or just chug riff. Like it's, I wouldn't say it's dynamic. I, it's, I would say they have two modes as they switch around. It's chug or chug like the Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not There's dynamic. Wrong it's not that. dynamic in the sense that they build up to things. Uh, maybe I'm using the word dynamic wrong. It's been a while since I've actually googled what that means. Um, <laughs> um, well, I'm just using it because I've heard the term before. It's not so much that they change up the pace or that they, they, they. It's more that they fuck around with the structure of the song. So they will have those two points. But they will use them differently with with different songs. Like when you think that it's going to diddle little little into a chug, that's when they'll diddle little little again, and then oh yeah, you know, there's there's a definite difference chug between later, yeah. like squeeze garring with like a and then like there's a definite dynamic change there. Like I will say every every single song. You might you you would think you you can very legitimately say if you listen to this a couple of times oh every song sounds the same but really if you actually pick it apart it's not true is what I'm saying no it's not um, I think uh, you could say that about be, most I think it is uh, the uninitiated would say that about most death metal though to be fair. I disagree no no yeah. I would say about this I would not say it. no because this is no you could say that about Cannibal you can say you, oh yeah they're a first chorus first chorus band with a bit of like with a couple of death metal I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about us I'm talking or people that are into this scene I'm talking about no I'm just talking about death like, metal bands uh, that's like, what I mean like your, your common or garden music fan or rock fan would say that all death metal sounds the same uh, no 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 but we, if we're talking about the song structure I think this band are more complicated than the vast majority of even some of the best death metal bands. Um, yeah. In terms of the way they change up pace and stuff, um, or the way that they fuck with your head with how they're going to to make the song. Uh, sorry, Jack. Yes. You were saying. Just yeah, but that's always the thing about it. it. Is impressive. It doesn't mean it's good. That's the other thing as well. Though I think that there is a a brand of people. I'm not putting anyone in this category here, but who confuse technical ability <laughs> with this is good yes he oh, can do all the no, oh, this is that. brilliant yes. yeah, yeah no it's animals as leader and syndrome i think this fuck it you, is a bit people don't no i just no but there are people who would like this because they go wow it's so widdly widdly i'm not saying you do i'm saying it's so widdly widdly like, that's amazing it's like yes but it's not much of a song is it and it just it just be yeah, just because it's widdly widdly doesn't mean it's good i do think the widdle widdles are needed to break the riff up though when they have those kick your face in moments like sure. from wound to waste or those bits in like devout atrocity which is my personal favorite i love the stupidness yeah, of it i think it's fantastic i disagree with what you're saying though because you could say the exact same thing about band like daughters i don't think it's necessarily that people think confused there are there are 100 percent people who confuse technicality with proficiency and with song structure writing um, but there are also a select group of people, myself included, who can draw interesting emotional things from, not maybe not this band, but can draw things from that <laughs> that would, like, I mean, you listen to a band like Swans, you can go, oh yeah, they're just playing the same riff over and over again. It's like, no, they're actually not. They're building on the riff and they're changing it a little bit. You might say, oh yeah, but it's just stoners that like that. It's not true. It's, there's, there, are different, there are different things you can get from a band who do things like this, where they go, technically proficient sure but they're actually they're actually doing something more interesting and emotional on top of that 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 goes beyond just simply being able to play the guitar really well to be fair i mean 
cannibal corpse is technically proficient. Like yeah. this, this pushes it into virtuosity. Um, we, it, it's like Richie Richie Blackmore's a really technically proficient, brilliant guitar player, and so's Ingway Malmsteen. But one of them's like a like a virtuoso virtuoso technician that can't really write songs. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. I, I, I think making... that that's where that's where people kind of confuse the two. You, if that I'm makes sh- sense, you're both making the same point. But I'm no. telling you here now, I am not impressed with. Oh in no, fact... no, we're, we're we're not saying you're one of those people. We're just saying there are people that will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to say that. Will be pre- impressed with it because they can play a trillion sure, notes but per, that doesn't, per minute. I don't see how that becomes a criticism of the band. Because I, it comes to I, the I think of it, you go into a room and you're, you're like, I, I, you're showing what you, you're doing what you can showkase for this song. Do you're you like, really think out. a band, <laughs> <laughs> is, is is the like a band who's called themselves Dying Fetus are there to impress people with their guitar ability? Like they would have called themselves I mean, something else. Kind of. And they would have played just proficiently some. Like they, 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 I mean, that, that goes to the sugar angle then, because you could just say sugar did the same thing. I, not really. I wouldn't say Meshuggah do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, you could do. You and Meshuggah just play the same riff. Uh, they do it technically proficiently and they do an odd time signature. And then you could say, well, yeah, that they're just doing the same thing. They're just there to impress you with how weird time signature-wise they can do their songs. I don't see how that becomes the same criticism or, or valid criticism. I think it's when it goes from... Because um, there's bands like, like Polini and Animals I, I, as Leaders you could throw that at. Sure. I, mean, I, I think it's when it goes from... Yeah, no, um, I would. Yeah, same. I think it's when it goes from um, like songwriting to just sounds like you're wanking yourself silly. Yeah, but when the grooves are still there... I'm it's... not saying they necessarily do that on this record. I'm just saying that's like where I would personally draw the line with No, I, I understand. No, look, I'm getting where you're coming at this. I'm just saying, Jack's saying this is a criticism of the album, but I, so I'm disagreeing with that by saying I don't think that, one, this is an intentional thing for the band to just whittle about. There are there are bands, I 100% agree, that do do that. I don't think they're one of them. I just think that they are technically proficient guitar players who use that as their sound for their band, but they also write mm. songs on top of that. <laughs> Writing songs again is a is a, or they write a sound again. That, I think that that draws people into that 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 don't care about the proficiency. Of the, I'm sure the first time you listen to this, you go, "Wow, what a technically proficient band!" But there aren't bands, but most bands don't survive this long by just being a technically proficient band, or and they don't get the sort of like underground legendary notoriety status. They got though they got a meme, didn't they? No, this that band are the beloved. Thing, they got a they meme. are beloved by their scene. Like there are, I, I'll of, take your word. I, on I mean, that. you can. I mean, you can do. I, I, I'm. Sh- you've been to a concert with them. You, was there a lot of people just stroking their chins? Um, I'm gonna be honest and say I don't remember because this was 2010. Right. No, I know. <laughs> um, I, get you, I remember. I'm just saying. I remember having a good. I remember enjoying it as much as I did, but enjoying Cerebral Bore much yeah, more of course. because that was why yeah. I was there. Um. I, I don't I know. The the argument wasn't actually about them. It was about the way these sort of bands get sold to other people. The amount of times I get someone coming up to me going, "Oh, listen to this! Isn't that amazing yeah, yeah, how they yeah. played it?" And I go, "Yes, that's that's fantastic." No, I, I get like you. Um, this but, is 
more of an argument I have with those people. Um, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I think, and it's not necessarily a criticism on this album as such, but there are pockets of that in this when the songs that I don't feel are very songy are falling into. Yeah. And I don't want this band to fall into that trap of becoming a widow widow wank solo band or a um, what's the fuck his name uh, from Black Label? Uh, oh, Zach Wild. Zach Wild. Zach, Zach Wild. Thank you. The surname escaped me. I don't want them to fall into a Zach Wild problem of here's my thirty minute guitar solo, but that's actually just their set because those are the songs that they've written. Yeah, well, they're certainly not Zach Wilding. I mean, for one, their their guitar solos lost maybe i mean if you put them all together they're a 30 minute set but really they're also five seconds between each you know part yeah they're also all actually playing together at that point like the rest of the band haven't the rest of the band haven't left the stage like with zach still in synchronized sections Mm. basically and no i like that's the thing as well it sounds like such a criticism but i think it's i I worry for bands like that when it's like they become that staple and that's, that's the thing I'd worry about is like going too heavy into Widow Widdles makes you I, typecast. Yeah, no, I as that kind of band. I mean, typecast is kind of the problem with death metal in general because the thing is, is when you're a band like this and you kind of start yeah. your own scene, it's very hard to get out of your own scene because that was it wasn't a scene when you wrote it; it was what you wrote, and then people just built around that, or in this case, didn't build around it so much as copy paste it with less um, efficiency. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with you at yeah. the point that I do agree that there are a lot of people that think that, you know, like, oh, they, oh my God, the amount of people that come up to me and go, listen to how technically proficient. And most people, de- most people know you like metal usually come up to you and go, look how good this guitar solo is. Yeah, of course. It's the Dragon like Force effect. But then you get people that are in the kind of hot yeah. tangent scene or you get people that are into the fucking black metal stoner scene or what have you that will generally come up to you and be like, oh, this band of the tits, but they're not actually... They could give a flying fuck about how proficient they are as yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, against yeah. guitarists or stuff like that. I, I, when I come... like, let, I mean, the bottom line is was to summarise... I'll let you summarise what you feel about it, but I completely understand where you're coming from. But the only reason, like I said, when I yeah, said... Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I said was what I said in the beginning. I come to this band because I just want... Um, trying to use a um, spontaneous, um, ridiculous, heavy music that will distract me and keep me entertained for 37 minutes. And I think this band are uh, one of the best at doing that. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think, yeah, you want your 37 mil of fran- 37 fill of frantic... Silliness. In the, in, in the, in the politest term, yeah. Yeah, nonsense, yeah, 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 yeah literally. I mean that in the politest it's way. It's you know. Um, it, 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 it definitely fills that crux and I never feel like I need to listen to it again afterwards, at least for a, 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 a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get you. I thoroughly enjoyed the time when I'm there watching it for 37 minutes, but my God, I don't need to go and watch it again for a bit. Um, when I saw them, they were very, very good. Um, it was very technical. It was very impressive. They were very silly. Yeah, um, I mean, they're called Dying Fears. At the end he was the very bald. It was incredibly shiny. Yep. So I've just... He was very bald. <laughs> yes. Just flicking through their Wikipedia page. Um, Associated Act, Misery Index and Suffocation. So that should tell you something. <laughs> I mean, I mentioned, yeah. that, I mentioned Technical that slam. Like right at the beginning. Uh, no, no, that's what I, no, but like they're listed as Associated Acts rather than just... Um, so I think they've had people in from those bands that have played with them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, also, um, they've had a which is fucking, They've had a lot of past members before they got to those like main three, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they've had a lot of people. Oh, really? Because well, they I'm, make I'm, no I'm, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who books a fucking back uh, of dying theaters? 
Oh, look. So, 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 in Shy, I say there's... My my brief summary, there's about four songs on here that I think are... You, you, you'll, they'll kick the shit out of you every day of the yeah. week, and I'll love it. Um, you're from Wound to Waste, you're Devote Atrocities, you're in the trenches, and subject to a beating, I think are the four songs and they make album an album which is not all the same like these four but with a similar vein of those four songs i think, I they're think winners. they make the Absolutely. same in my the, except for this discarding this record because it's kind of my first one they do make the exact same album over and over again um but i unlike some other people don't necessarily have a problem with that because as long as i can get three or four bangers out of that album and in their live set that means after eight albums or so they've got you know 30 tracks to pick from um, well, it's the but, cannibal thing isn't it as long as you get something slamming on the new record that you know is going to work yeah on the tour and then when yeah. they pull something back a few tours later like how yeah like, as my as deep as a knife will go or encasing oh, concrete mate, well, i'm gonna be when, happy when nick and i saw cannibal with black dahlia and they went oh we're gonna put all our sludgy songs together yeah, like we're gonna play t- like two sludgy songs from the previous records, and then we're gonna open on. Sorry, we're gonna play the song from the newest record that's got a really sludgy opening before it goes mental at the end. Like that's yeah. that's all you want, really. Like at yeah, this absolutely. at this stage in their career, I don't know. Yeah, how many I mean you've got you've got bands albums theaters have put out comparatively, but we've got bands like Gojira and you know cult lunar daughters and you know whoever you whoever you, you guys want to name that fucking like are actually legitimately changing sort of sound mm. and fucking with it and you know properly progressing you know uh go orange and shit like that but you know there's nothing to be there's something to be said about band this this far in their career like this is their last this is the previous album from the last one on a, uh i think it's eight or nine tracks and this this one's my favorite mm. you know and I've listened to most of their back catalogue. So, you know, they're still consistently writing fucking brilliant albums, like, you know, bands like Testament and Havoc and Trivium and so on and so forth. You know, they you know, they yeah. might have had a couple of dodgy ones here or there, but you know, they're still filling in and still kicking ass, so just doing it in a oh, different yeah. way, I suppose. As 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 I say, I'm not uh I'm not slamming this record particularly. Oh no, I'm not slamming if you. you. I'm, I'm talking about people um, who it just do like I say, thing. it's just not my uh not my, my brand of death metal, really. Oh, it was more. Hey, I'll be going off. I'll be going off and listening to um, Wrong Wonder Fuck with in within yeah. the week to see where it's where where the slammers are in that, and maybe go back and listen as well. Like it yeah, wasn't it's not that bad, wasn't a criticism for you guys. That was just a criticism for certain other people that just like, uh, you know like, the world. There's certain people that they, every album needs to be different, and I just yeah. don't agree with that personally. I think there are certain there's something no, to be I said agree. about bands that that are just chugging along, making great record after great record. And yeah. I just think he's one of them. It's like one of those things, as we said, we're kind of with Bolt Thrower. It's like, hey, aim broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's good to fix things, but like, you know, like especially with Trivium's case, you know, that's the, the best thing they've done is so they fix the sound and stuff like that. But, you know, um, and yeah. sometimes you can go the other way with it, like, well, she sleeps with the latest album. But, you know, there are some bands, like, uh, there are some bands that reinvent the wheel and then there's Dying Fears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and do you know what? Sometimes you just sometimes you don't want to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes you just sometimes if it. I want death metal, I will put on death metal. <laughs> there yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely, yeah. it's it's okay. like they're. I was gonna say they're, they're essentially the the cannibal of the tech death scene. Really, I guess. For you know what? That's actually a fucking brilliant. Way. Get a win from yeah. me. That's a very good photo, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Sorry, I went on the tangent towards the end there, but that was just something I was trying to get off the chest because I'm sick of people mm. telling, talking about the fact that they have to change it every single time. Um, no, no by, by, <laughs> oh, I agree. By all means, and I think I know the thing you're talking about. Yes, um, I, <laughs> I think the, I think the danger. I think the danger more comes from when a record becomes soundy, samey, rather than a band. Like when the record sounds like every song sounds the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, no, I like agree. Exactly the I same. Agree. I do. Then that's when the problems start to occur. Not when it's like, yeah, Dying Fierce's last album sounded like. Hard, well, not hardcore, but like breakdowns, chugs, and blast beats. That's fine. That the next record has that as well. But when the whole record is just you can you could literally or the whole record yeah. is just blast. You could literally name what track is going to be where and what they're going to sound like. Yeah, that's when you become a problem. I think more so than a band sounding the yeah. same. And yeah, when yeah. people say every album has to sound different, it's like well, no. There's a reason I came to listen to. There's a reason reports. I like hate. There's a reason I. There's a big reason I like hate breed. I want to hear like six or seven yeah. good slams and like jump into the pit yeah. for it. So and be encouraged to do so. Yeah. If every band was challenging, it would it would just be they would they no one would be challenging. And 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 then at the same time, yeah. you know when I can't think what the track is on. It's either Perseverance or um, Supremacist. Supremacy. But like, there's a, Supremacy, sorry. But there's a, there's a track where he, it just straight up turns into a crowbar song. Yeah, oh, I think and I, I, I was talking like, about. Halfway through the record, I went, uh, oh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool <laughs> it's when like they do throw those Banging, like, in. yeah, when, when bands pull something out like that, it makes it just that much more special. Yeah. yeah, it makes it more potent, absolutely. All yeah. right, enough about this silly nonsense. Um, uh, Alex, well, so see, I'll ask you first. What's your f- favourite and what at least uh, favourite song? Uh, I'm going to go In the Trenches, my favourite. Yep, um, good one. It was the first one I actually I recall uh, hearing. Um, by feet. Funnily enough, it was on Jasta's um, top 50 most uh, brutal death metal songs. Oh, by Jamie Jasta. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember you talking about that one. Um, yeah, that was an interesting listening experience at work. The all the women I love, I work with at the pub, loved it. <laughs> yeah, you should not from women to waste. It's probably more relatable to them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thankfully I was not at work when I had to listen to this record. <laughs> oh, James, that- podcast is the test, though. I love his fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been enjoying his uh, the one with Jack Osborne he put out today. Not to oh, I haven't heard that it one. Is it good? Yes, yeah, it's him and his producer for the first half, and then Jack yeah, comes in. They the still case. they still get like a good hour and a half of convo out of Jack. I've finished. If it you yet, want, but... if you want, if you want ba- um, like interviews with people where they actually sound like mm. they're the friends that they are talking about each other, talking to each other instead of the yeah. stinted sort of thing where you have reporter talking to like artists. Like the Jasta podcast is brilliant for that because like you actually get a feel like that your artist knows Dude, this guy I, and is talking I, about him. I actually quite enjoyed the podcast he did with Joey Belladonna. Joey Belladonna came off as an all right guy. He did, didn't he? Yeah. You um, should check out. And, you should check it out, Jack. And nowhere near as confused and like unsure of what room he's in as he does when he's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the um, um, it's all the hemp oil that fucking Jamie Jasta just coats yeah. the room with. Um. Least favourite then? Dissidence. 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 Sure, let's go. Sorry, like, uh, 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 there's bits that just stick out to me, much like you were saying about the Bolt Throw record. There are things that stick out to me on this record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's just. Oh, we didn't even talk about. 
We didn't even talk about the fact the second skin was on South Park. Fuck, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I watched that episode like three times go. just for that. Alone. Um, so just that alone, this band rules. Um, Jack, what's your uh, favourite, least favourite? Uh, Devout Atrocity is definitely the Yeah, favorite. that fucking intro is um, the tit. It's silly and it slams and it's speedy. And funnily enough, Second Skin is probably my least favourite because it is the most daka 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 for four minutes. Yeah, yeah. I find uh, to be fair, four minutes, four Devout Atrocity yeah. after that intro can kind of like join the rest of the criticisms that you guys have with them, but like that fucking intro is just so good. <laughs> oh, it's so silly. But I think that but that I think it's like that sludge section towards the end is just stop oh, yeah, me, and yeah. I just love that bit. Um, um yeah, definitely yeah, definitely doubt atrocity for the best one. Um I'm oh, gonna yours? say Sorry, what are you saying? Sorry, it's, it's all right. I, I can I, I can bring this back up after you've done your your bit. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um I think that the yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with your dissonance because of that exact reasons between from womb to waste and in the trenches is kind of just the one Mate, I, if, if I can't I mean if I can't remember it then yeah, and also, it's, well, I mean, if you can't remember, it's not memorable, isn't it? You know, exactly. I'm, you know, I'm going to so, pick that as the weak ones. It doesn't stand out for any particular reason. And um, even though I'm really going to enjoy the the first track from this, is just because it's two minutes of just fucking savagery. Subject to a beating, man. That's just the fucking one that I know. I know every word to the actual song. Um, and it fucking <laughs> yeah. slams and I can't wait to one day actually hear it so I'm going to lead him with subject to a beating because fucking yeah there you go alright That's been another edition of Metal Plebs. Uh, hopefully it was fucking audible. Uh, we'll find out soon. <laughs> if not... Quarantine, baby. Quarantine. You'll never hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so... Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Not, wouldn't say a very, very genre of music, although it's maybe very, very subgenre of a subgenre of music. Uh, hey, I had a good time. Once again, Alec, uh, once again, Jack is the uh, outlier of every record. <laughs> Although, saying that, if if I don't start picking a legendary album soon, Alex will have taken every single one of them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, right, so I'm going to play a little game with you right now, and this is Quarantine Problems. I don't have anything to flip, so we're going to play Flip the Peanut. <laughs> and, <laughs> and whatever one we can whatever side it lands on so I've got it split in half so you can either pick the half side or you can pick the full fat side 
Now, they are insulted, so that might be uh, a detriment to how you might pick your uh, rolling. Um, <laughs> but it will determine what album we're listening to next. Yeah, right, go on, Jack. I'll let you go. You can pick. I'm going I'm to go slim side. So, so the side that has the half up. Yep, facing up. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Three, two, let's flick one. This pi- let's flick this nut. Flick that oh, peanut. Jack wins. Jack, would you love to listen to a spacey thing by a spacey band or a space thing by a spacey band you know? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Can I have... Can I... Oh, wait, because I think I know what the spacey one I know is. Actually, I'm going to go with the spacey one I know because I think I know what it is. All right. You do not know what it is because I'm pretty certain you don't. Uh, we're listening to 13th Step by A Perfect Circle. Oh, I vaguely know this, <laughs> but I'm going to have a great time. It's my they're, favorite they're like non-tool tall, right? album. They are it's the not pretty, tall. It's the not tall, but yes, tall. <laughs> tall for people who don't necessarily know tall. Yes. I'm going to Spotify now to see what's on that one. It's my might know favorite it. Perfect Circle album. It's up there. It's probably my favorite thing Maynard's ever done besides um, um, uh, um, uh, Anima. Okay. Oh, okay. So I, I know a couple of things on this one. I spent a lot of time with um, Emotive. That was the one I, I listened to quite a lot. You mean um, Med when Noms? It, when it... Oh, Emotive. Emotive? Is, oh, sorry. Emotive is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, or e, e lower again, fucking hell. E lowercase and motive, and then e lowercase at the end. For yeah. fuck's sake. Um, yeah, but I know a little bit of Thirteen Steps, so I'm well excited because I really enjoyed e motive, and for some reason never listened to anything else by them, it's despite what everyone tells fucking, me. Fucking, it's it's. I think it's 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 utter. It's in my top ten best albums ever. I would say. Fucking fab. Oh, wow. okay. Awesome. Yeah, easily, easily in there. Yeah, I um, can't say I've ever. I, I, I've probably checked out less Perfect Circle than I have Tool. So, yeah, I mean, if we were going to go with Perfect Circle, Jack, you might like Alex. It probably would have been Med Noms, but um, <laughs> we're going with this one. Because, <laughs> but Jack won the toss because big, <laughs> yeah. because yeah because you Jack decided that the unsalted was the way to go, so he wins. <laughs> Let's get slim, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since Jack was the winner of that one, I'll let Alex go next with what he's picking. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to punish somebody with something uh, because of what he has to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think either either of my options are particularly punishing. Um, yeah. It's just, do I go for something like really new, or do I um, go vintage and classic? <clears throat> I'm going really new. If that makes you wage your judgment, well, it depends if um, how much of my album of the year list Jack may or may not have listened to. It's, it's funny because I'm picking one from my album of the year list as well. <laughs> well I, <laughs> Which is like, great because it's still not been released, so it doesn't matter. No one's going to no ever guess. <laughs> that's true. Oh, and I was it. so I, drunk through most of it, I don't remember even what was on mine. <laughs> that's true. That might remain a lost episode, potentially. <laughs> I've still uh, got it. I've still got it. No, it's still going up. I've still, um, got to record, I've still got to record an addendum to the end of my one because I was no, too you drunk actually, for it actually put in your feelings that you wanted to uh Convey. to explain <laughs> yes. um yep there it is top 10 of the year i just found it nice. <laughs> nice. spoilers uh, uh, fuck it um, yeah i'm gonna go with one of my uh do you want to play do you want to play do you want to play jump the peanut <laughs> flip the peanut flip the peanut <laughs> yeah go on we can play flip the peanut all right 
I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with full fat on the front. Okay. All right. It's full fat, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Oh, and wow. What a what a turn of events. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're going with my vintage choice then. Oh no. Um, <laughs> It's a, a re. It's a do-over from an episode that we never actually ended up recording. Okay. Um. So I thought we were going to choose do-overs in one of our other specials where we redo. Yeah, but this one never. Yeah, but we. I've never even covered this band technically on the, the okay. podcast. So, uh, because we never actually got around to talking about them on the podcast. Yeah, fair enough. Then. Oh, um, interesting. Oh. I think I know this. But is. so, in in the interest of picking something different, this is. Uh, hang on. A bustle in the hedgerow? It's not. Oh. Is he going to get his testicle out? Yeah, I <laughs> there are. I don't believe there are any Led Zeppelin references on this particular record, actually. Um, <laughs> for everyone released? who can't only listening, Alex is getting something. His testicle is down as well, just to let you know. It might be as a, we are <laughs> all on Facebook like chat to each other. The, the, the dirty old man thing from Jackass. Um, <laughs> 1995, apparently, this album came out. It is Down's Nola. Yes! Oh yeah. Oh. Wow, two so, top ten two top ten albums from, from Nick's personal. This pick. is uh this is considered the hit factory. This uh is this record. Be... Do you wanna just spoil this? Do you want, can I just give you my review of this now? No, shut up. <laughs> Dang you. We don't sir. have enough time. Yeah. No, we do. It's just gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be something and then awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. so that's, that's that's my pick. Downs Nola, decent, right? Okay, nice. Uh, Jack, you've got a tough cookie to follow, there, boy. I do, and I'm gonna throw one of my curveballs from that top ten from last year. Everyone, get their snapbacks on. Put, turn them backwards. Get your big droopy earrings. Everyone's gonna listen to Whitechapel. White Chapel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have the valley. Because, again, I've been recommending this to loads of people. And I was on... Yep, like yourself. I listened um, you... to half of this album. Oh, sweet. On your, already, on your recommendation. I suspect I've uh, already heard some of it because I did see them live at Hellfest. So I presume they uh, would have played yes, some you probably of this. Uh, I remember I was on... Um, <clears throat> I was playing Steam games with someone the other day and they gave me an album to do. They made me listen to Offspring mm. and I really enjoyed it. I can't remember which one it was now. Please it was tell me it wasn't ones. the new one. <laughs> No, God, no, God, no. It was one of the old Smash, ones. Smash, Americana. No, before that. x the Hombre. Smash. Wait, wait. That, that one, Nick. x the Hombre. x the Hombre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I made him listen to this, and he hmm. hates Whitechapel. And went, this is actually pretty good. I'm quite into this. So I, uh, yeah. I'm, um, I'm going to carry their flag for the, them doing basically Deathcore, but not doing Deathcore now, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I mean, they were the, still... gen- they were the genty Deathcore bands. As far as I'm and concerned. now they've just they've, they've gone into like slam riffs and gent and deathcore and I was gonna say, they... a, 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 there's, a, there's a song on here which sounds like it's a fucking calm slipknot song I'm not even joking it's no they, I think they I know which one it was actually they always yeah, sounded hickory, hickory um, creek they always sounded more like an actual death metal band than a deathcore band to me they just got knocked in with that scene didn't they yeah they've always like, been there the yeah. always seem to be a lot more than just breakdowns going on with their yeah. their music oh absolutely and this one i think through critical acclaim as well can be told that it's that it's pushing their own boundaries and mm. in a much better way i'd say yeah well yeah, yeah nice. I, mean, I, I shall cool. look forward to it 
Yeah, no, that's an interesting stretch, actually. Um, I'm guessing at least one that's of us has not very these different records. albums as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very different. Although, yes. again, very, very us, us bands. <laughs> yes, yeah, very <laughs> like, much so. Undeniably so. Right, so, yeah, we've got a lot of interesting listening to. Well, maybe not me, because I know one of these off by heart, but uh, <laughs> we've got some... Uh, yes. Oh, wait, I, uh, the, I, I could probably put my record on about half an hour before we uh, we record and be <laughs> I about as almost, well acquainted with it as I, was, I am now. <laughs> literally, I've got two cut-off shirts and one of them is the other band. <laughs> uh, all right. I almost had the shirt here with me. Which is why I'm going to be the contrarian on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> try, try, Nick, try. Um... <laughs> All right, then. So that's been another edition of Metal Clubs. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, We might have a Facebook, maybe. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye.